You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 57. Globes of churning flame arc slowly through the sky, leaving long black trails of smoke. As the beleaguered members of the airship Thunderstrike flee the desert battlefield, the crew members who dare look back can't help but feel that they are fleeing in the grasp of hundreds of long black claws. The fighting was as fierce and as deadly as it has been during the last few months of constant assault. Halfling fire crews move efficiently across the decks, dousing even the smallest embers on, 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 the, on the bridge. Everyone continues about their work without speaking much. Losing the five leaders of their troop was a very public event, and few aboard expect to ever see them again. Kaz Dunlin calls out to the remaining leaders to meet him on the bridge. We are on the bridge with Captain Kaz Dunlin. There's there's nothing doing. They're gone. He says, uh, oh, who's here? Let's say who's here. Kaz, Kaz... Stands at his deck in his rather Spartan quarters. For for any captain, much less a captain as renowned as him, you guys know him as a man who isn't a, a very power hungry person. He doesn't revel in his own glory or ability, so he keeps a rather modest dwelling. But there's a large enough desk for you all to sit around. Who who would you like to be? You don't have to be these guys. It's whoever you want. Grosh is definitely there as one of the prominent uh, leaders on the board or on, on the on board. Uh, Who else? Zahar is there, and he's like leaning back in the chair and actually like props his feet up on Kaz's desk. Kaz he t- likes so. Kaz doesn't worry about that. Sure doesn't. He's okay about it. Haptos <clears throat> uh, is there, hanging out, uh, but he looks in much in Haptos fashion. Is just kind of sitting there, perfect posture. Stoic. Stoic. He really does probably have perfect posture. Mm. Yeah, he has a completely off. like Blank. sober mm-hmm. face. Just so he's not he's not especially. Who else is here? Uh, Rocco was there, looking slightly out of place, but he Rocco was a great friend of the captain. He's a great friend, for, for and he time. was he's typically down in the kitchens or the galley rather. But uh, he was out on the deck to aid in the defense of the ship. Absolutely, the battle against the Wrath's forces was fierce. It was fairly the fierce. fiercest. And so when the call came to meet, he just wandered in with the others. Though he typically is not in on strategy meetings. But he's there anyway. Absolutely. I'm taking a cue from Sam and starting this party early. A bunch of halflings are there. A cadre. They don't all, of course, speak up. But one that is slightly taller than the other ones. Looks a little more grizzled. A couple battle scars. Missing a huge chunk of his left ear. Doesn't act to... Doesn't... You can tell immediately does not speak on behalf of all the halflings, but when he speaks, the rest of the halflings just kind of agree. Which never happens. He simply says, they haven't licked us yet, Captain. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Grosh, actively ignoring the halflings, seems like most of the time on deck he doesn't even realize they're there, which is why they get along so well in these conversations. There's literally no way they could clash because they just completely disregard <laughs> each other 100%. <laughs> Captain Kaz Dunlin, universal friend on the ship, is 
welcomes everyone into into his cavern uh, or into his uh, into his quarters. And as he says, uh, as he kind of gives a little eye to Heptos and says, they're, they're gone and who knows when they'll come back. He reaches down and slams a copy of the map of Faerun on the deck. The entire realms. And he says, we have some repairing to do and we gotta lay low for a while. Where are we going? Looking across the table at all of your faces. Do we have the map of Faerun? <clears throat> uh, we have one somewhere. I could look for it while you It exists. Talk. Heptos, Heptos says in a calm voice, "They may be gone from the ship, but they are not lost. It would be unwise to travel far from where we could reach them in time." Oh wait, no. Because when is this happening again? This is right after the battle. right after the. You guys just witnessed the. Sorry, we could do a little recap. You guys just wit- witnessed a wrath. Vanishing with those oh, guys, okay. he gets super like just whatever like power sapped and like has to be carted away by his cronies who then engage in a, fur- a furious battle with you guys, the which you just barely escape. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hepto says, um, "I agree. The ship does need to be repaired, and I need to uh, retire to my studies for a bit to see if I can ascertain the location or the." Um, or the power that was used to uh, make our brothers in arms disappear. The captain says, aye. It doesn't matter where we go. Or do, can we, should, we need to decide where we're going to hide. We, ha- we have so little left, so little resources. The halfling once again speaks up. Not, uh, again, not as if he's trying to take any authority here and, and speak, <laughs> but simply volunteers... <clears throat> Says, <clears throat> excuse me. Says, <clears throat> Yargo wasn't the best in battle, but she did know a few hiding places. There's a constant cloud bank rolling around the north mountains, right past the great forest, and points to a particular spot on the map. He says, "Aye, uh, the high forest, a good, a good idea. Any problems with that?" Hepto says. <clears throat> I do not know the lay of the land as well as the others, so I will trust in their judgment. Zahara, looking up uh, with a look on his face that can only be described as just like apathy. Apathy, but also kind of mixed with this like just like you. We're going to hide. Uh, he just is like, Arath is weak. We should have gone after him. Ah, uh, he Kaz uh, uh, smiles. He says. Bold words, Zahara, as always. He says, there weren't the means. I, I couldn't I couldn't bring her around. To charge would have risked y'all. In the forest, we'd have to get our own wood. Somewhere inhabited might be nice. He says... Some halflings are here, here! He says, <clears throat> aye, civilization. Been thinking about that. Perhaps best we lie low. He says, our, our, our name, uh... Our name is getting to be where... You know, word of our our, our uh, word of our traveling can can draw unwanted eyes. Good. He says, uh, "Let them come. At least I'll have something to do finally." Uh, he says, uh, "He says, well, the, the choice be yours either way." He uh, he says, "But uh, perhaps the fact that they let us go so easily, and you guys recall like the, the intensity of the battle and how you were able just to slip away, uh, given the or despite the amount of firepower that they had surrounding the, uh, the ship." Perhaps they've they've got what they came for, and this is a this is an opportunity to say to stay out of the way. 
says, what say ye? Lang Lum might not be a bad idea, though. Capricorn says, based on the forces that we just encountered, it may be wise to lay low for the time being until we can at least regroup and um, and perhaps gather supplies and repair the ship. And Zahar looks like he's about to say something, and as as he's as he's opening his mouth to say something, which is no doubt extremely snarky slash sarcastic, you hear a kind of creaking sound in, in the ceiling, and you kind of all look up, and there's this the creak kind of continues, and then a rumbling, and then all of a sudden the the top part of the ceiling kind of breaks away, and two Janassis fall onto the desk, crushing the desk. And look up at you all of a sudden, quite sheepishly. Captain, <laughs> Captain, Captain reels back and points at Stilly and says, "Press the third time this month, Asher, Latano, fix it on the devil." Yes, we definitely weren't eavesdropping. And then they Hep-Dose. both get up and just start fixing it right on top of the desk. Hepdos ah, immediately <laughs> looks at Kaz Dunlin and says, "My point exactly. We need to fix this thing." Kaz says, "All right." Been sleeping in a drafty, drafty room three nights a uh, three nights a week for the past twelve years with these boys punching holes in our in our hall every which way. It's weak wood. I tried to tell you that before. That's it. Northeast to the forest of Lethir. On the devil. Rally the uh, ready the the sails and turn us about. And he looks at he looks at the halflings with like an eye to grosh. I would say here here and all scatter like roaches. <clears throat> As the roaches scatter and uh, you see. You know, umbrellas poke through the roofs, uh, sword in the stone style, and creaking timbers. As the as our, our sails catch wind and uh, our our magical core fires up, and we begin moving northeast out of the Rurin Desert. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, about this journey to the Forest of Lethia. Where we're leaving for a very kind of dry and arid desert climate, and we're kind of as we head more north, it becomes more temperate and forested. Kind of uh, what kind of journey is this? What do uh, what do you guys use uh, occupy your times? Uh, how do you how do you guys occupy your time? Heptos tormenting Heptos. Heptos is locked in his uh, in his room in constant meditation, and occasionally you hear him uh, what seems to be him talking to himself, um, but he's not actually talking to himself. Upon when when asked about it. Uh, he reveals that he thinks he may have found the uh, the party members. That he doesn't think they actually perished, and that. But we saw them go poof. He gets little glimpses of them through the uh, through the, the the veil of time and planes, and thinks he may have located them. That they didn't die; they were instead transported to another time. And this is very interesting, for these uh, these revelations cause a little bit of a division in the ship. You see those those people whose kind of courage and hopes are bolstered by thoughts of the return of, of your leaders. You know, these these uh, these heroes whose kind of whose thoughts and actions and, and deeds are on the minds and words of everyone on the ship for good or ill. But half of the crew is uh, is doubting and you know, there's kind of like whispers of kind of like things being lost and you know the amount of, of firepower that they face in the battle. Perhaps, uh, perhaps it's time to move on. Perhaps, perhaps the ship isn't under a stable command now. And you see, you kind of sense a little bit of a 
of a separation among the crew. <clears throat> so what do uh, what do you, what does the heart? What do the Genasi brothers do? I have to say this too that while Heptos sure. sure. is spending all of his time trying to locate these guys because he knows how important it is to find. And when he gets little glimpses, he's, he's like, "Oh my god, we got to get him back!" Yeah. When the Genasi brothers are wrestling around in the rooms outside of his and above deck on top of him, and he can hear them bumping around and slamming into walls and the ground, he gets... Heptos doesn't get irritated very easily, but it breaks his concentration all the time. And, and they're that's absolutely why, not doing it on purpose. And that's why he only is able to get these little flashes, because every time he thinks he's able to go and talk more the Genasi brothers slam into the door or something and it breaks his concentration and it kind of flashes out a little bit. Amazing. And he gets irritated. So the Genasi brothers... That's really all they're spending their time doing. I mean, all they do is goof around until Grotch yells at them. Uh, you know, they're actually very good at, at shimmying up, up the rigging and fixing things, like, super quick. Way faster than the halflings could ever do it because of their short legs. So they get the work done. They get so the work done play. and then they're goofing off again. And they really don't care about politics at all. I mean... Latano is maybe a little bit more keeps his ear to the ground on the topic, but doesn't participate. Gotcha. Spends most of his time trying to keep Ash out of trouble or getting Ash into trouble. And the Genasi brothers are extremely are, you know, extremely key in this time period where like you have like this half functioning ship kind of like lolling and moving, and it really is at this time that the most experienced crew members, the ones who have been with the uh, with the ship for for so long, officers like. Whatever, Rocco, who's who's one of the, I mean, in the military, cooks are officers. So, That's true. Uh, <laughs> experienced veterans like like Rocco, like the Genasi brothers, who have been like many of the halflings who have been on, on the ship for for very long, uh, are, are key at keeping this kind of like half uh, half crippled ship moving in the right direction across the uh, through the air over the face of Faerun. Anything else to add? Oh, uh, let's see. Zahar and Clethen have uh, began. Uh, just sparring, it partially as a way to just. Clevin is distraught, absolutely distraught at their at their disappearance because this, with their disappearance, also goes all hope of reestablishing his uh, his uh, seat in uh, Olgarth, and so in an effort to distract him, Zahar is actively needling him, trying to get him to uh, to spar with him because Zahar is also going crazy. Because Stir crazy. Well, because no one's no one's fighting him, and there, there's no one to fight, and it's just absolutely tear tearing tearless boredom. He knows. Is Zahar like baiting him so that he can like try and encourage him, or is just like he seems very baitable right now? And I could bet I could get it's, him to fight. It's him. half and half. Part of him is maybe like <clears throat> sick of him moping. Like in that way, maybe he's trying to help. He's just tired of him moping. You know, he doesn't really have much in the way of like, oh, I'm gonna help Clefin out. It's more of a, oh God, I can't stand. Clefin moping one more time, and then he just goes up to him and he's like, you know, fight with me, fight with me, fight with me, fight with me. It sounds like Heptos and the Genasi brothers and Clefin are kind of like on the side of like, we think the heroes will come back. We really, we were pulling for them, we hope. What about Zahar? Is he, is he, is he kind of like, oh, yeah. time to move on? Or how does, how does he, he take the passing? He does passing? not cling. Um, if anything, he's distraught uh, at, at some level that Ushehi is gone. Um, but he knows and he believes in Nushehi that it always finds a way back. It yeah. doesn't belong to him, and it'll find its way back. And he's a little pissed that it got lost on his watch. But um, if they're dead, then they're dead. And if they're not, then they're not. There's really nothing he can do about it. And 
He, you know, like a feather in the wind. It's just off it goes. And he has to go his way. Zahar. Uh, Rocco spends uh, the majority of his trip making sure morale is kept up after a stunning blow of the loss of their five patrons. Uh, morale is low, quite frankly. Um, and so he works about making best use of the supplies that they picked up on their last stop. Um, he acquired quite a bit of it, but he wasn't exactly sure what he was doing. So he's experimenting in his galley, trying different spices that he's picked up in Olgarth and various things like that. And so he's keeping, you know, the ship stocked, everybody fed, people keeping people happy and that kind of stuff. And when he has spare moments, he experiments uh, with various roast chicken recipes. He's had a dream attempting to perfect this recipe to match it to some ideal that he has in his heart. And so every... He had a dream. When he has a waking moment that isn't, you know, obligated by duty or keeping anything's vet, he digs in his research. He has notebooks full of, like, almost incomprehensible notes of various things he's tried and spices and strange cooking methods and things he's heard about. Is he like Da Vinci? Does he write all his recipes backwards? <laughs> no, he he constructs like kitchen apparatuses, like new baked new like rotisserie wheels, He's or he tries various things. So <laughs> that's who he spends most of his time, which is very much like many other times. He's I don't know a little concerned that the heroes are gone, but he functioned pretty well before they got here, and he figured he'll function after they're gone. A salty dog, weather the storm. If someone Ooh, were to ask dog. a random halfling on the ship you know, what they think if the guys are going to come back, there's a pretty good chance they wouldn't even know what the person was asking <laughs> about. Garage keeps them so focused on each task, it's like, you know, it's like a, you're really busy, like, month at work, you may not even know about current events. That's the kind of thing. Like, these guys are just, like, they're, it's like, Grosh is the beginning and end of the authority above them. So, for them, it's not like they're leaders. They have a leader. It's Grosh. And if they don't do stuff, then Grosh comes down on them. So, these guys are busy. And in their little bits of spare time, these guys, it's half-crew, more, like, pirates. Like, these guys, in their little bit of downtime, they're playing cards, they're gambling, stuff like that, in the, you know, in the bows of the ship and everything like that. So, these guys are pretty... They're focused on their own kind of stuff, and they they fall asleep fast. They wake up. They wake fear, up on fearing, the double. They wear, wake up fearing that they slept in, and they're going to be lashed with a cat. Compared to Grosh, Stalin was a benevolent leader. Yeah. So they uh, so caring like, and feeling for all of his well, people. Well, that's the thing is like Grosh doesn't kill halflings on a daily basis. It's just that he's he's killed enough of them. Or enough have disappeared that essentially <laughs> all of them are really like hard workers. Like it would be like he thinned the herd. It would he be like Stalin them. if everyone was doing what he wanted them to. So he's ready to crack down on them, but everyone's—it's a well-oiled machine. So incredible. And with this well-oiled machine machinery of comrades and uh, whatever crew, crew yes. Uh, you move forward, uh, northeast into the forest of Lethir. The days become a little bit shorter, the, the skies become gray, and, uh, and the ship becomes a little bit more, uh, it becomes more retrofitted. It wasn't, it wasn't like you guys just sat here flying this broken ship all the way across the land. You took time to, to repair it, and uh, by the time you get to uh, the forest, there's not but a few things that are, that are left to be done. 
and uh, these repairs are made fairly simply. It is during this time, however, on one of the fateful days, one of the final days of repairs, Somebody loses a wrench. Rocco finally made a breakthrough on his chicken recipe. <laughs> that he did! <laughs> also, all of a sudden... Debone the chicken under oil. Never expose the innards to oxygen. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> From the crow's nest, you hear Asher Olitano. Uh, Asher. Asher, whose voice is recognizable for he often mans the post. Scream out... Off the port bow! Out of a massive, a massive cloud, gray, dark, and foreboding, lumbers a mighty ironclad warship. What? Another one of the five companies, a ship you recognize as none other than Thunderhammer. Oh, crap. It is, it is the mighty warship of Captain Tundag, the most militant and soldiering of the warships. Uh-oh. You notice that as this uh, that this warship, though it is it is armored and and uh, armored and weaponed from uh, stem to stern, it is also a great deal slower. And as Cas Dunlin gives the order, about face, and you prepare to make tracks away from the lumbering uh, the lumbering behemoth. Huge explosions. Rock this in the middle of the ship, and and smoke fires out of the engine room. As the door swings open, and all eyes turn towards uh, the uh, the uh, port, or I guess the hatch that goes down to the core. Five halflings uh, kind of stumble out of the out of the core room, coughing and hacking. They look around, kind of like uh, whatever, frantically, and immediately run to a tarpaulin on the edge of the ship. Pulling out strange metal, uh, metal kind of triangle-shaped devices, they launch themselves overboard and glide away into the air, cackling as they make their way towards the Thunderhammer. Saboteurs! (laughs) Saboteurs among the crew, still loyal to the five companies. Heptos turns and looks at Grosh and says, "Perhaps closer investigation of your crew members." is necessary when we finish this. What, and Grosh's response? Or is there none? Silence from Grosh. <laughs> Grosh just, As he knows, he knows just shakes. That, his over, that his oversight may cost them, may cost them the ship and their lives. Thunderhammer, now with the, with the advantage of speed, lumbers closer, and it's all hands on deck as the bells start to ring. The last thing, uh, the last thing that you see before you turn to your duties, are a black cloud of small, small individual crafts that launch from the deck of Thunderhammer and begin soaring through the air, closing in like, uh, like I don't know, like, like killer birds. bees, <laughs> <laughs> like carrion birds, like carrion birds or killer bees, or come killer to feast birds. on Thunderstrike. You hear buccaneers cheer. Uh, Thunderstrike? Who the hell named it that? <laughs> Prepare to be boarded! <laughs> and, uh, all hands on deck. We've initiated. Heptos says yeah. to Kaz, 
Uh, have you plans for a situation like this? Uh, Captain says, he says... Yeah, it's in P for plans against pirates. He says, I... He says, the situation seems grave. He says, but we're not without a few tricks up our sleeve. He says, uh... Like a rocket? He grabs a... He grabs a, a hammer and starts knocking on a post, uh, an iron po- uh, pole that goes right He's through his uh, crazy. right through his uh, his the, the wall and his uh, on the bridge. First, you think he's just banging on a pipe like a crazy old greaser, but as you as you uh, as you kind of pick out a code in the in the bangings, you realize that this is one of the pipes that carries down through the ship to the bowels, back to that very control panel where you were forced to uh, detach the, the the iron hook back on your first adventure in the Yargo. You hear a, a uh, kind of power go, going as power is re- redirected through the core, and a defense system is activated. Uh, <clears throat> during Ren's time on the ship, he he would get bored, and I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to do. You can only read books for so long, so he decided to put some of his arcane uh, know-how and some of his gnomish engineering into effect. So one of the things he did is he helped repair one of the ship's defenses. And if you remember, um, when we first fought Yargo, it, it it was almost as if it appeared out of a cloud, like out of nowhere. The ship... Magical its, fog. Its greatest... One of its greatest defenses is, <clears throat> over time, it... Uh, and Ren kind of boosted this. It absorbs moisture in the air from all around the ship. And as it, it, it kind of sucks it into this little... It's like a holding crystal that, that Ren fixed in the very bowels of the ship. And as it gathers all of it, uh, when it's charged up enough, it's you're able to push a button and it all just blasts out at once, creating a massive cloud that... Um, that covers it and, and you can't see it anymore and they're able to flee. It's especially effective if there is another ship that's in close quarters with it because, I mean, if there's just a cloud and it disappears in the cloud, then, oh, look, the ship can see it disappear out the other side of the cloud. But if the cloud, if there's another ship is also gray stuck skies, in the cloud, there's clouds everywhere. It's as if there's a giant smoke bomb but now you can't get out. It's quite effective, however... In the blast from the uh, halfling traders, it dislodged the crystal, and so it's no longer charged up. It has to begin its charge once again before it will become an effective defense mechanism. Indeed. The, the defenses are activated, and it will take some time before this can be deployed. Is, did you decide on any other systems? Well, there's also an offensive system. Which which is no doubt activated at the same time, yes, given the al- circumstances. There's also a, an offensive system that Ren helped create as well. Um, Ren, you know, being a sorcerer and having, you know, being in touch with radiant powers and storms and fire and everything like that, decided that one of the greatest uh, sources of energy that, that any person can draw from or just see is the sun. What he did is he formed on at the front of the ship. There's a massive platform that's kind of like a lazy susan, and it can spin. 
and on it you see what appears to be it's kind of like a telescope but without it's just you know two lenses and it's constantly pointed at the sun what it does is when pointed at the sun the sun's rays go through the lenses and focus on another crystal that he has affixed in it the crystal gets charged up and you can then take the um, when needed when when it's all the way charged you can take the, the lenses flip them around and unleash that power at something else Unfortunately, and so it, it, it's always uh, there's so there's always a halfling that's manning that because it has to constantly be being pointed at the sun. So whenever they turn, the system has, has never been used before. Yeah, and the halfling has n- always known that he's had to do it, but he's never had to. <laughs> so changed his whole life for this moment. Put a halfling next <laughs> to when it. the uh, again when the ship was rocked by the explosion that nobody saw coming, the halfling that was manning it, fell over, bumped the lenses out of the way, and the crystal decharged. So that also is going to take some charging in in order to effectively use it. Ren, skillfully rearming and improving upon the defense systems of the Yargo, has prepared weapons and defenses the likes of which Nearly, not not a ship in the sky can withstand. But as uh, as you you know now, these take some time to do. This is going to be a combination of skill cha- a skill challenge and combat. The you there are, there are three possible ways that this can end. You can, I mean you can you may you may be defeated in the skill challenge. All right, if that if that's the case, there will be uh, there will be lack of. A lack of goods achieved. There will you. It'll be at the cost of things that you could have gotten, and perhaps at the loss of a crew member of your choice. Oh, yeah. You can. You can. All the half things. Yeah. You can. If you make it through the skill challenge and through the combat, which will be nine rounds in total. All right. If you make it through nine rounds, then Ooh. you can choose to arm Ren's cannon and destroy Thunderhammer. All right, and kill everyone on board, and that will gain you, no doubt, the renown as vicious conquering warriors, and whatever booty is uh, is to be gained from the spoils of such a large and powerful ship. One of the five companies itself, as we can see, is, is a treasure to behold, and who knows what sort of uh, what a sort of unique goods can be can be gained from Thunderstre- or from Thunderhammer. Or. You may, at the end of uh, at the end of combat, if victory is achieved, spare the lives of certain individuals who don't who don't go on the con- who don't certain significant individuals to the board, and allow the uh, allow Thunderhammer to depart. And a diplomatic victory will yield a certain other type of uh, of reward and reputation. I guarantee that all three of these well, the the two winning op- uh, winning <laughs> options are both highly valuable. So you have to decide what kind of ship you are and what kind of mood you're in, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens as a result. All right. All right. Cool. So, wait. Which one is the? There's a fleeing option. Um. It? Yeah. So the fleeing option would be basically if you choose not to use the fire of the cannon. Okay. That means that means they're still going to be whatever. They, they they might they'll be. No. Okay. Sorry. The the fleeing option. If you lose the fight, 
and and uh, whatever. Then then you need to flee, basically. Okay. Then basically, so we can flee when we if we lose the, the thunderstrike. Okay. The thunderstrike will not be destroyed. We know thunderstrike won't be destroyed. We've been flying on the past how many years? But if if you guys cannot uh, cannot successfully hold them off for the nine rounds, then you're forced to to flee. And that's the only way to survive the sh- to uh, lose to a not, you, gotcha. uh, okay. you you may lose a character depending. You may. Okay. And is that, sure does that, that make use a... of the defensive? Uh, that makes use of the, the, of the defensive system, which would normally charge much much slower than the uh, than the sun cannon, but uh, than the lens cannon. But because of the the cloudy area, I mean that that crystal is drinking in as quite as quickly as it can. But it's gonna be nine rounds before that thing's ready to blow. Nine rounds. All right. A lot can happen. Are right, you guys ready? That is a lot of rounds. Okay. All right. All right. The skill challenge. We're going to need one person to be the gunning crews on Thunderstrike. We're going to need one person to be Kaz Dunlin uh, steering the uh, Thunderstrike and providing a base of bonuses as no doubt, no doubt he has the slower ship, but he is by far the superior pilot. <laughs> so one person will be Kaz Dunlin as, as the pilot. Or another person, if you if you want to like roleplay someone else being in on the on the pilot in the ship, Kazan will Kazan will mandatorily be involved in the steering. Other people can't be involved, of course. One person will be in charge of the drive system, fixing the drive system and trying to juice, trying to squeeze every last bit of energy out of it as uh, you try to stay abreast of the hulking warship that is behind you. All right, and then the last the last role will be that of the glider. Who takes the skies in order to engage the uh, the pursuing uh, the pursuing attackers in aerial combat? So those are the four roles: um, glider, drive system, got glider, guns. drive system. Is going to be How are we guns. getting skill like bonus things? Yeah. Or what, what, the, what is that drawing from? Um, I I can explain exactly how uh, how this mechanic works. Yes, I would prefer people chose based on flavor. Oh. I would rather be if it was up to me. I would like to do the drive system. You can do piloting. Huh? Um. What were the other two? Guns. Gunner and, and glider. No, she's she's. Are you talking about glider? Driving. Oh, piloting oh, the. Whole the, the, thing. Yeah. Well, then I'll uh, I'll take the glider. Yeah, it's a halfling glider. Well, For yeah. halflings. <laughs> I hope that like many halflings I mean, die. It keeps like stopping by and loading in another one, and then goes out again. All right, uh, I guess I'll take the gunner. Thanks for the gunner. Yeah, amazing. That? I'm very happy with that. All right, here's the skill challenge. Every wave of every wave of glider infantry that launches from the deck of uh, Thunderhammer is a minion. The amount that you can kill are the amount that you won't have to fight on their way to you. And you each do the check. Okay? So everyone's going to roll a d20. Alright? It's going to be plus 20 to whatever you roll. Alright? If you roll, if you have a total of 25 or less, then you're going to get the low threshold of dice to roll. So the gunner... Okay, so here. Here's how it works. So the driver and the person running, working the core, the drive system, and the the pilot, you guys are going to roll a d6, a d8, or a d10 based on how high your roll is. Okay. The pilot is going to roll, based on your rolls, 2d4, 2d6, or 2d8. 2d4, 2d6. 
Alright, based on how many how many of these gliders you can take out before they get to the ship. And then after all you guys have rolled, the gunning crew is gonna roll a D twenty for every single person left, and you hit on a ten or above. Okay. Do you want some of my D twenties? I have four or five. I got some. Okay. Good. You can have my dice too if you want but if you want my PC dice. It's cool. I am doing right. So any questions about you guys' roles, or does anyone, does anyone need D sixes, D tens, D anything?s Um. So I'm just curious. so basically we we roll one round. Is thirty minions coming coming across the skies to you and gliders bearing down? Kaz Dunlin, piloting behind the ship, has opportunity to avoid these gliders or possibly even knock them out of the sky himself. The person in the drive shaft needs to squeeze every last ounce of power to try to outdistance them as they approach. And meanwhile, shoot! I'm shooting him down. Shoot I'm him shooting out of the sky, and he's shooting him down. Turns. But how do we choose between the two d four, two d six, two d ten? That that's based on your d twenty roll. So What's, it's, it's basically the, it's the roll is plus twenty. So basically everything okay. everything is going to be plus twenty. What are, the, what are the checks though, really quick? So uh, there's no there's no skills involved. I know, but it's twenty five. Like what are the d twenty? Okay, so a twenty five is a twenty five or less is the low threshold. There's three dice thresholds. Is the low threshold? Then it's going to be thirty, and then thirty five. Alright, so basically if you roll a 5, 10, or 15 is the threshold. Alright? Okay. And below a 5, nothing? Um, below a 5 well, is, no, no, 25 or less is the low threshold. There's no four. missing here. You're, it's, just, it's just basically how well can you thin the ranks before they get to the, to get to the ship. Now, because your efforts are not totally ineffective. <laughs> let me, uh, yeah, no, what no, no not. What happens if you get over 35? This crew is totally ineffective? Kill everyone. Never. Uh, if you if you hit a crit, it's max die. It's biggest die, max roll. Cool. So uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've already seen we've already seen that Ren's handiwork above Thunderstrike has not gone gone idle, and it is truly his efforts which will which will win or save the day for this for this ship. However, he is not the only one of the five that has been busy. Each of the five have uh, have. Contributed in their own way to the strength and the, and the offensive and defensive capabilities of Thunderstrike, and each one of them can offer um, a bonus during any one of the of these rounds. There'll be three rounds of uh, of attacks. Each so of, each of our original, did I understand that correctly? Each of the our fat five, the fat five, fat five. So okay. <laughs> so Hugh, the Hugh's bonus, and he will describe it when Hugh chooses to. Again, three rounds of attacks. Will uh, offer a re-roll for all of the gunning crew. So you're gonna roll all of your dice. If you don't like how many you rolled, you re-roll the entire thing again. Okay. So unfortunately, you're gonna need as many dice as you are guys, or keep track of the rolls that you make. So that might require a lot of d20s, but you get to choose to re-roll an entire wave um, based on Hugh's bonus. Make it a large. Aurora's bonus will provide an extra d10 of minions slain when she reveals her her uh, her bonus. Um, and the winds of Daleman, deep below the ships in the core, is an orb of spinning uh, radiant wind. Much similar to the orb that you saw floating above the Great Temple in Akadi. It's something... Daleman, one day when sitting and contemplating the nature of things in the air around him, thought to himself, as many have thought before, I wonder if I can trap the air in the jar. No, Daleman, after half an hour, was able to accomplish what most people can in a lifetime. But he stuck this jar, this jar full of radiant magical air, down in the ship's uh, bows, in case, any, in case there's ever a need for a jar, a jar full of magical air. <laughs> it's there. 
Whoever cracks that jar, that that's gonna mean uh, a max dice upgrade. They're hitting, so, hitting the nos. So basically, yeah, yeah. you're hitting the you're hitting the, the win nos. So for Brandis and for Daleman's um, upgrade, it will provide if you guys roll low and you get like the lowest uh, upgrade, it can provide it can provide a max upgrade to the to the largest dice size on any on any of the rolls, except for of course the gunning because it's different. So on use three, you can go from low dice to high dice. And keep uh, track of all of these, but yeah. So, I mean, those we'll are the, have to, well, you guys can, can can remind me. I know it's a, it's a little complex. It's a, it's an unconventional skill like challenge. No, I, I like it though. Good. Brandis and Damon are have extra. They max to the largest dice size. So let's say you roll a twenty-five and you have the low dice. Oh, so it doesn't just add one. It goes. No, yeah, you go for the lowest dice. So whatever. If, let's say like the driver rolls rolls like a five or something. Use Brandis's, and, and it will be a ten, a D ten. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. All right. Like angry wasps, the gliders descend on Thunderstrike, whose crew is scrambling about with mad fury to rally their defenses and prepare the ship for battle. Who goes first? Uh, wasn't there mechanically sort of an order? Well, the only thing that has to be left is itself, is the gun crews. The gun crews are going to go after everyone else spins it. I thought someone else's roll affected someone else's roll. No, nope, you okay, guys said the glider affects her. No, no, no. That shouldn't at all. Pilot? Basically, the the, um, you, the the three rolls to thin the crowd go first, and then basically, and then you're going to go after that. You're, okay, you're, you're cool. Gonna, so, I mean, that's the thing. The, the guns have a range here. So as as uh, as they, as they the the gliders are farther out, keeping extra distance or outmaneuvering them or engaging them where they are, they are an option. The, uh, the, the blasting <laughs> catapults and turrets on Thunderstrike, unfortunately, can't be used. Until they get within range. Okay, so yeah. first, the uh, the core group is who is it? Who's uh, in the core? It could be anyone. Uh, let's say it could be a bunch of people. Uh, for right now, it is just a group of halflings. Okay. So it's the group of halflings that are you know Grosh yelled at them and said, "Get down there in the core." Because the other five that were down here turned out to be traitorous bastards. So um, they got down there and they're looking around like, oh, oh, okay. So they start repairing things, and one of them says, "Wait, there's a lot of extra pipes and tubes down here." As he quickly just rips a bunch of tubes off of the wall and everything, as Thunderstrike stalls out. But as fast as it stalls out, he immediately takes two pipes that. Before, it had like 50 feet of pipes going between them and just goes thunk and plugs them together <laughs> as the ship kicks back on and goes forward again. That was the environmental cleaning system. Thick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> black flume. That is a... Rock it up behind. Thunderstrike. Rolls an 8, so that's a 28. So that's so a 28. You'll get, uh, yeah, you get the medium... So do I roll oh, it now? Oh no, yeah. So yeah, it's a D6. So do I roll it now? You can you definitely roll it now. Are you guys interested in using any of your bonuses to max that out? To max out a D6? So Brannis and Damon bump up a dice to a next Brannis size. Brannis and Damon turn whatever dice it is to the biggest dice size. Okay. There's three there's three rounds. You guys can use it now, or I just want you guys to be aware of your options. What is the max dice size? The max dice size for him is a D10. So it's D10, D6, A10 for both of them, and D4, D6s, and 2D4, 2D6, or 2D8 for uh, the gliders. I say we hold off on that. Okay. Because we get the biggest. 
or six. Well, they get two. All right, I want. I would. Two. I would love. I mean, I, I'm not really for me. I used roll that roll. I want to put an actual dice roll for the for damage. And I need a D6, six, eight, and ten. Six, eight, and ten. I will just share it with Kate. Okay. So, yeah. I'll borrow from you on my sure. six. When it's bad. One. That's so much better so, yeah. because on the computer I rolled a six. Aww, you sorry. can keep the six. You can keep the six. If you already rolled it. If you already rolled it, you keep the six. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. See, I was thinking that's well, how I don't many want to get through, but no, I was thinking in golf terms. So a six would actually be better. So, yeah, I, I don't, if, you okay. rolled, if you already rolled it, nope. I don't want to cheat. Nope. <laughs> Fuck it, we're taking the one. Okay, okay. Sorry. I I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know you'd roll. Sorry. That's, I just want everyone to roll so you can like all participate in it. All right, who's next? So as as the ship lurches forward, you see one of the uh, one one of the one of the gliders, but still too far away to see exactly who it is. One of the distant gliders catches a jet of black, uh, black <laughs> noxious fumes as like the. Uh, as like some as as something from the core, the core room jets out the bottom of the ship and just engul- engulfs it, causing it to ah! and spiral all the way down. <laughs> Can I get more twenty real quick? Next, certainly. We have this blue one. At the glider, two halflings are elbowing each other, trying to take <laughs> I get the piloting thing, saying, "No, I can do it. No, I'm faster." I'm out of nowhere, you. <laughs> a third figure appears. It's shop. Yes. He pushes both of their small bodies out of the way and says, "You guys stay on the ship." And gets in quickly, hitting the buttons, which lowers the cockpit. And the other ones that, that picks it up off the ground. Shop has had some time to study the controls in here, and immediately, with more proficiency than a shop should have, jets off into the sky. Into the sky after these guys. Let's see if he can avoid hitting part of the ship as he jets off. That's a five. <laughs> nice job. That is the low one. That's you want to use. Um, I am not going to use one. Oh, quite. We yet. only have three rounds too. It's only three, three rounds. rounds. We have three rounds, and there's two. Te- you have two opportunities to bump up a dice. Let me reiterate. That's true. Let this me will go to max. The guys that make it to your ship are the minions for combat. Okay. <laughs> I will use. I hate blowing it so early. Do it. I will use Brandis's. It does have shooters. Um, you can use Dalemans. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll. Uh, um, so Ren doesn't get any bonuses. He just built the. Yeah, you just built. Okay. You just built the the checkmate. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss. That's okay. It's a bonus for each of you guys, and then Ren's the. the yeah. Cutter. So Dalemans. Uh, so deep within the ship, what happens? Um, this is not just wind, but divine energy. You take out one of the halflings, the guy next to the one who just started unplugging stuff. Takes a jaw off and literally just says, "What's this?" And <laughs> that, that wind is is is, bear, is bearing on on sentient. Like it it is not just gonna like explode out. It immediately rushes out through the doorway, down the hallway, up straight out, arcing, knocking eight halflings out of the way who were just like in the hallway just like walking along and they just get like smashed against the walls just like knocked out so like after it's gone there's just like eight unconscious halflings (laughs) on the ground like down the hallway it rushes out and comes it doesn't doesn't go there and babysit the the glider but you can see it just goes in that direction and instead of just knocking it over it gives it a huge just kind of afterburner boost the engines kind of like they uh, it's not so much that it coaches it 
it's it blasts oxygen into them <laughs> and it turbocharges them like that and just takes off. There's some you know jet stream stuff coming off it. The tips of the wings. There's a little white on there, and he rockets forward towards the crew, giving him maximum uh, with speed and maneuverability to make Tom Cruise jealous. Shop heads out into the skies. Maverick. Do I roll the, uh, the result get, now? So now you get 2d8 die. Alright, this is one. There's a one. Oh my god. The other one. There's a three. There's a four. four total. Four. four more gliders drop to the uh, to the prowess. He comes in. The, yeah, exactly. He shoots a whole lot. It's only a few. Five down. 25 to go. Kaz Dunlin in the the what the helm decides that the only way to really escape a ship sometimes is not to outrun it but to outmaneuver it. And decides he's going to try to get under the thunder hammer. So Amazing. And in order to do this you basically have to put a ship like this in free fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no way. There's no way to control it. So what he does is only Cass would think of that. Yeah. Amazing. All right, the sailors have tied them down. Sails down. And they Put the brakes. Don't fly right by. <laughs> and he he orders um the Genasi brothers each on one wing to flatten the wings because they kind of they're like fans almost. Flatten them down to the side so that the ship no longer has its stabilizing wings, and uh, cranks the uh, the ship's wheel, and the ship begins <clears throat> to plummet. Whether or not it actually gets underneath the uh, the thunder or the thunder hammer uh, is unclear. Uh, twenty six, or not twenty six? Uh, yeah, twenty six. You roll a six. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Shitty rolls this uh, fine evening. Not shitty. Nah, I mean, so hey, roll the roll the d6. Unless you guys are using any sort of upgrade. Um. I think we rest here until we shake off yeah. this bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Roll it up. Four. Four is not bad. All right. Four more drop. As Woo! as, as eight. As it hits them. Nine. The ship. Oh, nine. Okay, yeah. Cram- just I'm keeping cram- a tally. Crashes into these. Uh, you can also keep a tally. And we'll Two see tallies keeps the- it accurate. Yeah, we can do role playing before and after. So what, now that you've seen seen yeah. four drop, anything else to add? That's basically it. There, there were ships that were, or little gliders that were trying to come up and be sneaky from the bottom, but the ship kind of tilts down all of a sudden, and we've attached that spike that we Oh, uh, yeah, you did. And it, it, it just shears through, just shears through two of them, the other two, in an attempt to um, evade, actually crash into each other and just drop out of the sky. And as the driver takes you close enough, you see dwarves and humans of ill-reputed dress and, uh, and... Another slovenly hygiene and grooming, manning very beautifully engineered uh, uh, silver silver steel wings, enchanted with some sort of uh, a magical kind of boost that allows them to glide, much resembling the wings of Icarus, as they oh. as they bear their uh, their fighters to to your deck in what has got to be the most exquisite exquisite landing crew in all of the realms. <clears throat> On the ship, oh, the gun them. crew. Unleash as hell. Uh, the gun crew is faced with a unique particularization, uh, unique unique situation of having a rich target environment. <laughs> rich target Swarms. environment. 
So, since there's 21 people left, do you want to just roll 10 and say each one counts as 2 and then roll one more? Or what do you want to do? We're going to roll 21 die. Yeah, you are? <laughs> so I have 5. Would you like 5 more? Uh, I would like... Let me see how many I've got now. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, uh... Fifteen. So I just need six more. That's five. So what's the check on this? So basically, uh, a ten hits. Hits. Oh god! Oh, there's ten. There's okay. twenty-one die. Amazing. So, Kalen, do you, hey, do you, do you want me to? Does box someone have a pan or a yeah, box or something? Do, let's do a box, Kalen. The box is over there on the shelf. We should definitely uh, sorry, um, left the bookshelf. Right there. I think this is the most die I've ever seen rolled at one time. Yeah. Uh, Granite took like 80 d 10, 80, <laughs> 80 d 20 that one time. And it was actual dice, I believe. Here, put it right on here. Okay. Uh, uh, should we get the camera here. in here? We're going to roll them all at once. Is that the best way to do you this? You do whatever you want. I think you should roll them. I think you should just drop them on there. Okay. Um, someone look at them quickly. Tally pass fail for me, okay? Yeah, it's just going to be pass fail, so... so Oh, I was gonna say fail. Yeah, all at the same time. No, no, count them. Oh, pass. Please. So that's one. Look, just, just, say, this. just yeah. say pass. Okay. Pass. No, that was a six. Oh yeah. Pass. Six. Pass. 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 That's pass. That's a nineteen. Okay. Pass. Pass. Jeez. Amazing. Cool. Pass. Oh, God. Uh, no. Oh. No. Gotta take these dice out. Pass. That works. Pass. That's clearly an 18. Pass. I was... You have 13. That's more than half. That's satisfactory. Of 21, of 21, uh, fighters, now only 8 remain. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13 Uh, and... Nine, twenty-two, three remain. Wait, no, no, out of thirty. No, there was twenty-one left, right? So out of thirty, nine got killed. Nine got killed before. And there was twenty-one left. Twenty-one left. Oh, okay, okay, I get, I got you. That's all right. So thirteen. So, uh, all hell breaks loose. What happens? Who is leading the gunning crews? Who is leading the gunning crews? And who is manning these blisters? And what guns are they? Oh, get your like, uh, you need to, you need to paint this sure. picture for us, because no one, you've never been in a gunfight like this. Um, at this moment, Grosh is definitely in charge of the gun crew. There is a variety of arsenal. A, a, a well-timed gun crew demands strict discipline, which is something that Grosh seems to be excellent at with these halflings. <laughs> uh, so there is a variety. We have Ballista shooting, you know, straight bolts. We have... Uh, Ooh, those, like, things with the ball on each side, and there's, like, a long... Uh, uh, yes, we have trebuchet throwing uh, bolo-like bolo um, ammunition. We have other arbalists, not arbal, yeah, yeah. arbalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have arbalists oh. throwing out grape shot, just basically filling the fl- the sky with areas of like flak and such looking areas. Anything exploding? Anything magical? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And as you rake the sky with uh, with ordnance, mundane in nature. You see the silvered wings shred and buck, and you see bodies go limp and twitch as they are shredded to pieces in midair. Oh god! The eight, the eight that that uh, remain untouched are clearly the, the 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 most the most cunning of the flyers as they dodge and weave and take cover in the sails of uh, of Thunderstrike as they approach. 
and in the riggings they they uh, they remain, quickly taking over the uh, the upper riggings as as they slay a few of those halflings that were aloof and throw their bodies their corpses down to the deck. The battle rages on. Another wave. Thirty halflings, or sorry, thirty gliders launch from the deck of Thunderstrike, where Captain Tundeg himself continues to bellow, irate at the at the presumptuousness of naming a name so close to the name of his own ship, which has ruled the skies mightily for years. He says, "Thunderstrike, someone's gonna be hung from the yardarm and then thrown off the yardarm." <laughs> Round two. Who goes first? Shot. Now that he's in the open sky, <coughs> a little more comfortable, brings it up high, goes and the blood starts draining from his head, and then comes to the peak and does a dive bomb, shooting down as many as he can. <laughs> Coming from 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 the it angle from like the angle double, of the sun. It had those double right out of the sun. Right out of the sun. Um, and uh, yes, as it shoots, it uh, it's magical blasts, but it shakes the whole glider. And, uh, he's just cramping there. He just... Yes! That's Max. Alright. Nice. Max. Shop lines him up and begins to lay into him. Right out of the sun. Eight! Eight! Oh my god! <laughs> Alright, come on! He Get takes him down! Come on! He takes out one! Takes just shooting just the tips of their wings, not getting kill shots on several, and then a few of them, which gather together into a V formation, only just gather together, which tightens his, his <laughs> angle on them, and just cuts right through them, then darting down as he continues his trajectory down into the trees of the forest below. Five more guys follow him down in there, and he dodges left and right oh, he's on the, the trees as they all crash into the branches of them, and he <laughs> rockets out from the canopy alone. <laughs> Shop the Lone Hunter Wait, lays waste to the to the second wave of gliders. Sixteen, killing over half of them in one pass. But Thunderstrike, Thunderstrike is not yeah, yeah, incredible. Thunderstrike is not out of the woods yet. For fourteen remain, and they are coming quick and hard. Who's up next? Uh, so <clears throat> the halflings that are down in the core are are furiously running around trying to repair the damage, and one of them notices that. One of the there's a central pipe that is that it's burst loose and it's it, it's it's like a, a vacuum pipe. It needs pressure on the end of it, and he's looking around for something to plug this pipe, and he can't find it. He tries to put his hand on it, and his hand is just too small because he's a halfling, and it doesn't work. And he tries to get you know like a like a shirt or something like that. He rips his shirt off of uh, one of the other halflings. He tries to stuff it in the oh. pipe, and it just gets sucked right through. So he uh, and he just throws his torso into it and plugs it. <laughs> Luckily, his his armor that he's wearing plugs the hole. Oh, it doesn't good. really hurt him, but uh, he's, his heart out of his he's stuck there now, and he kind of looks around and says, uh, I'm going to man this pipe. <laughs> and so that's going to be... Rolled a two. So that's going to be a deep four. We got one more thing. We got Brannis' maximum thing. Add ten. Well, you can always add, add your ten, but that, that doesn't. Yeah, Might but do you want to uh, change the die? Yeah, do you want to change it? I would rather change the die on you guys' because you get double dice. You can't change his dice. He has only the huge. You're just gonna apply to only the back. The max die only applies to these three. Okay. Because mine are just always d twenty, and it's yeah. pass fail. Oh yeah. Uh, you guys call. Do it. 
We got a low die. We can do it. Do it. Go for it. Okay. So. Can't get worse than a low die. As he. Right? As he plugs the hole, unsure that it was actually going to work, he sees that it's working in the other halflings. Okay, good. You man that pipe. And they keep going about their business. So that's going to now be. Are you going to use the. the... Yes. So that's going to be a. On the deck. Yeah. They see that they're having trouble. But. The halflings below deck. They think. Of Brandis. Because the real inspiring word from Brandis comes from the story of Brandis. And in this moment of quiet, as one of them is stuck there and they're trying to figure out how to help and how to squeeze more power out of the the power system, they get distracted and begin simply talking about the legend of Brandis. And one of them says, we're not going to make it. And one of them says, don't talk like that. Don't you remember the time that Brandis was impaled on eight spears of his enemies? He slew a hundred of them, bedded a dozen women before he even bothered with removing his spears from himself. I heard the mummy route that he got was nothing. He got two cases of lycanthropy in one night, right before a full moon. The two battled themselves out within him and failed against his own immune system. And then another says, that's, that's insane. I heard he once ate three dragons. And they both go, but that couldn't have been true. They go, we gotta get back to work! <laughs> and thus, the inspiring words of Brandis bring the drive crew to, to levels of excitement and commitment that they have never experienced up until now and will never experience from this day forth. Roll the D10. Alright, so. Survey says. 10! <laughs> yes! And. That's why we. So, now describe. Yes. So, as uh, as the halfling throws himself onto the pipe, um, suddenly with the seal there that's now, you know, nothing's getting pulled through, the ship, you know, kind of jerks and it really keeps going even faster now that that one uh, problem down below has been solved. And when it said, when I say it goes faster a little bit, it goes, that it, it goes way faster. So much so that the people on the on deck. And even the people down below in the core are kind of thrown for a second back as the ship just poosh, bolts forward even faster. Unfortunately for you, the ship is still pointed down. Kaz! Oh, hold on a second. So, <laughs> as the ship bolts no, forward even faster, some of the uh, some of the minions that were about to scale it with the... They're just getting ready to land with their wings of Icarus... Or their Icarus-like wings... And as the ship bolts out quickly, they just utterly miss the ship and fall. But they, there's there's no going back. They're just gliders. They can't fly, so they just fly down to the ground and wait for their captain to come pick them up when everything's done. No, he's gonna, he's gonna kill them. Mom, I'm ready. We in fact dodge. You, you think in your minds back to the stories you've heard of Captain Tundeg, and one one particular thing sticks out. You know that Tundeg has never gone back for a lost crew member. <laughs> you got ten? You rolled a ten? Yeah. yeah. Oh so now there are... Wait, wait, that was There's 16. only four There's, left. There are four left. Four, left. Oh, four of the grisliest glider flyers that you have ever seen <laughs> barely survive not only not only the uh, whatever the mighty power surges of Thunder Strike, but the unconquerable air defenses of Shop the Farmer. <laughs> Who knew? Finally, up, up in, uh, up in the, the, the whatever on the on the bridge. In the helm. Kaz tries to wrestle with these. He's trying to now undo the damage he did burst. partially and get the ship pointing back up 
and he's just basically it's just a long st- uh, stream of yar. You just hear kind of a it's it's kind of blending in with all the other chaos, but you can distinctly hear somebody shouting yar wherever you are on the ship. Even shop maybe spiritually can hear this yar as he with all his strength is pulling the uh, the uh, what is that called the, the wheel uh, as he's, the pulling, as he's the pulling, the, pulling the helm as hard as he can and unfortunately this is another part of the weakness of the ship and it just it begins to crack a little bit <laughs> almost breaking clean off as uh, as Ashir and Litano are, are scrambling up the um, the mizzen mast to uh, do something a little bit crazy, which is their style. Uh, one of them secures an anchor point at the uh, base of the mizzen mast. The other one shimmies up it with a uh, very special chain and takes careful aim at one of the uh, one of the remaining uh, gliders in an attempt to use it to kind of change the direction that they're going and see if that will. Uh, Help push the ship up a little bit, and this is twelve. So you get to roll the medium dice. So medium dice of one d eight. I can do it. Three. Oh, that takes out all but one. And as that happens, (laughs) um, something strange seems to stir at the at the base of the ship. You notice there's a something Aurora's been working on for a while. Just. You know, as a side project, is a silver inlay in the boards of the ship that's kind of like a, a dragon rearing with kind of silver flames around it. It just kind of was something pretty. But as the um, chain attaches to one of these unfortunate gliders, uh, it begins to react as if somehow responding to the danger the ship is in. And it glows and until you can't see it anymore, and there's just a pillar of, of light that actually shoots up, hits the uh, the remaining glider, and explodes outward in kind of a, a shield that anything near it will be instantly incinerated. And gets an eight. Kills the last one. Nice. And they all explode, and just is like <laughs> almost like electricity, kind of shooting to each one. It just goes. And they, unfortunately, they were all too close. As the remaining, as the shrapnel and kind of and, and abandoned gliders who have been knocked from their perches come kind of law within glide within uh, gun range. Grosh's gun crews literally take a, take apart the material as they as they uh, as they finish the job that had never even started. The second wave is utterly annihilated, Beautiful. and you see a couple of you see a. You sense, you don't see because it's still, it's still too far. You sense a slight moment of hesitation before the third and final wave <laughs> launches from the decks of Thunderhammer. Oh, a there's long only wave. Three, wa- three waves? I three waves? Four. That oh, was it. No, you said three. I okay. said three. I have a mistake. You guys want a fourth? No, no. problem. No, thanks. <laughs> be doing well enough. No, 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 but it's, it's not. Uh, it is a third wave. And behind that wave, you see two large skiffs also push off. And oh, you realize. Oh. Skiffs! The voice of Captain Tundag is no longer being heard above the raging battle. Hey-o! But first, the, the sky black with a new wave of gliders coming forward from all angles. Committed, committed to die for their captain if that's what need be to at least reclaim the honor of their name. 
Shop takes a moment, surveying the clear skies, to reach down and put a helmet on and bring the goggles down, which are oversized for his monkey-like features. Or perhaps too small, seeing as how they're halfling. <laughs> and, um... <clears throat> And uh, surveys his uh, his surroundings as he pulls up and sees another group uh, of of gliders readying for an attack. He swoops down on them. Four. That is a four. Yar. Yar indeed. Um, you used all our normal bonuses, right? Uh, I haven't used yes. Aurora's yet. But I think yeah. she just did. Yeah, Aurora used. Oh, her. she did. Okay. Yeah, she used. She used. Um, hers was the was the uh, radiant defenses. Okay. Engraved in the ba- at the base of the ship. This is 2D4. So, uh, he comes in. I'll describe it after I, uh, see. It's a four. That's nice. That's real nice. There's a two and That's a six. That's bad. As he's swimming in, cocky as ever, as any fighter pod who has just wiped out a huge swath of, of enemies. Fighter pods. He gone. comes in and another dive bomb as his guns jam. Scrambling to think what to do. He pulls into a tight barrel roll, which spins do the, the glider into a tight thing, rocketing it forward, just careening straight through six unfortunate uh, enemy enemy gliders moving towards the ship, just ripping them apart as the ship is now dented and scratched, but also bloody. <clears throat> you hear over the speaking stone, no doubt, uh, lodged right where a radio would be in a normal fighter pilot. You hear over the over the crackle of the speaking stone. Cass says, "I saw your glider take some hits. She won't stay up there much longer. You best get back to the ship." And Shop reluctantly, but wisely, wing over, turns her back. Yeah, and uh, heads back to home base. <clears throat> Six fighters down. So in the core, the halflings. Well, the group that aren't stuck to the pipe currently are <laughs> fixing things and throwing things. One of the halflings is uh, kind of playing the, almost like the assistant that they're saying, wrench, quick! And he hands them a wrench and, you know, serpentine belt! And he hands them a belt or something like that. And one of them calls for a part and he's searching for it and throwing things in. As he throws what appears to be a little uh, jar of liquid, he's not really paying attention, he's just throwing it. The jar of liquid turns out to be quite a flammable piece jar of liquid, and as it flies, it ignites, or uh, it, it hits the engine, seeps into the moving, or into the parts, ignites, Nos. and essentially acts like Nos <laughs> kicks him forward again, as they kind of fall, and the other halflings turn and look at him, and he goes, oops, what, it worked. Another jet of black exhaust rockets out the side of the, uh, of uh, Thunderstrike from the bowels of the core, and that's going to be a straight one. <laughs> So, so re-roll, you can do a re-roll. There's that power. Uh, that's that's for me. Oh, We're that's for the gun. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So, D6 I can it re-roll is. all of the D10s. So, all of the D20s a D4 it is. Uh, D6. Your smallest is D6. My smallest is a D4, you told me. Uh, 4, 6, and 8. It's 6, 8, and 10 for both you guys. Yeah, that's what, it's that's 4, what 6, it and 8 for him. Well, if I misspoke, then... Mother... Oh, well. Okay, so D6 it is. Roll the five. As the as the ship bolts forward, there are, you know, some of the some of the uh, gliders are getting in close, and the mast of the ship actually goes, and you know, some of the nets and riggings go, and you know, 
they're preparing to land on the deck, kind of up in front. The mousemen, bam, just hit him, hit him like a baseball bat, and just kind of sent him flying off to the side. Uh, five of them, to be exact. Beautiful. Exactly five. Okay. Um. Yes. Having managed to stabilize the ship, seeing these gliders, which are now almost even, the Nos shooting out of the back of the ship, propelling him forward uh, at a mighty speed, decides, instead of trying necessarily to escape them or outmaneuver them, he's just going to slam right into them. Or attempt to. And uh, makes a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Ramming speed! Yarg. <laughs> and rams them. Hopefully so. Uh, 28. Nice. So, oh wait, that's the mid. That's so. the mid. No, that's the that's low. low. You have to get a 10 for the, Unfortunately, for the mid. It's alright? Unfortunately, Another the six. ship was not designed to ram. <coughs> and ram it does. Only hits one little glider. Where, <laughs> where do you catch him? On what do you catch him? Uh, one of the wings is still out. And that only only by sheer luck does it actually shear the top right off of the, um, off of the like, glider. Miss me. Oh no. Yeah, and uh. Oh no. So. Unfortunately, except for you, Sam. 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 So after how many do we have left? Twenty, right? Uh, no, no, wait, no less. No, wait, uh, more. You hit. 11. We get a total of twelve. We hit twelve, so that so means we have eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, yeah. There uh, we go. Had worse. As, I did have worse. As a large, as a large fleet of remaining gliders descend on the Two, gun crews of Thunderstrike. Four, six, eight. 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Um, how's it, what's the mechanism of this re-roll? Is it like re-roll just the ones that missed or re-roll the whole thing? It's or the whole thing. Re-roll and take oh. the one that's better or just re-roll? It's re-roll and you take the one that you, but you can't choose the better of the two. Okay. So if you don't re-roll. like what you take get, the re-roll. If, you, if you don't, if you like what you get, stick with. Alright, I'll keep track. Just yell out passes. Alright. Nope. Nope. Pass. That works. Nope. Nope. Feeling it real. That's a crit. It's unfortunately not getting any better. Still just a pass. 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 I love those 15s. That's a miss. Okay. Pass. I don't know what dice that was. No, no that's this one. That's a six. Okay. That's a no then. Pass. Pass. Nope. Nope. I think you should re-roll these. Pass. Yeah. Pass. Pass. How many is that? Ten. Ten out of eighteen. Slightly higher than average. Maybe we can do better. Okay. Yes! What happens? Uh seeing this cloud of incoming gliders with these two heavy almost frigates you would call them if if that was a word that made sense in the map of the terminology. They are now frigates. They are the now two frigates. frigates of Captain uh, Thundag. Um incoming Grosh calls out and says, Bring out the Hellstorm shot <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Most of the halflings don't even know what that means. But like three of them. They grab the box. Eyes going big as dinner plate. Hellstorm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, inside? Nobody knows. As the uh, trebuchets are loaded with look with what appear to be uh, basically the bolts, like bundles of arrows. <laughs> Oh my god. These are basically. At one of our stops, you thought, let's buy a ton of these Firestorm arrows. And then he was like, oh, these aren't as good as I thought they were. Well, we can still use for awesome ammunition. So he basically just load them up, and so now they're throwing ballista full things. So instead of grape shot, they're basically explosive things. So if they hit anyone, it just explodes in a huge fireball. Alright. So as they're firing this, soon the, the sky is filled with. Flames. The red of. Uh, where'd that dice go? Shoot. It's under there. I'm killing everyone. Alright, here we go. Okay, call out the. Pass. 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 Nope. Yep. Uh, that was 14. 14, pass. Nope. Pass. Nope. Nope. On. Nope. That's not good. On. Pass. Pass. That was that guy. Okay. Pass. Nope. Nope. Pass. Yep. Pass. Pass. Nope. Yep. Pass. How many was that? Ten, once again. Whoa, well. Hey, above average. Go figure. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> what happens to more than half of the remaining 18 uh, as they begin to make their final approach to the deck of Thunderstrike? Uh, as the sky is filled with a sudden cloud of arrows, um, as they strike these gliders and on some of the frigates, ones that are bunched together quickly go up in masses of flame as they're hit by multiple arrows and almost on a set up a chain reaction in small areas. But there are the group has been thinned considerably by already by the efforts of those, so it doesn't quite effective as effective. It only takes about half of the remaining attackers. As the rest soon descend upon the, the remaining struggling, confident, airship. almost laughing at uh, at their hesitation at seeing the second wave be so utterly destroyed, <clears throat> with uh, with glee in their eyes, enter the enter the riggings of uh, of Thunderstrike and it takes so charge. Like eight, that got through, I think. Eight through, so there should be sixteen above. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, enter the riggings to uh, to conquer. That, uh, that uppermost, uh, whatever I guess, I guess, forum at the uh, on the ship. Um, I didn't think I'd, I'd be right here, but I'm tempted. I'll offer it to you guys. I said nine rounds of combat. Do you want to go five rounds of combat and face another wave of gliders? I don't. I, I don't know what would be preferable. You guys have done fairly well against them. Nine. Wait, so nine rounds. Nine rounds meaning, total, meaning we could get a so another right now, round of what we have right now. Or right now, you're fighting out. what's on the skiffs or what's on the frigates. You know, door number three. So what's on the frigates and sixteen minions? Do you want to face another wave of minions and five rounds of combat to survive, or do you want to face six rounds of combat to survive? And let's light this bad chicken. Five rounds or nine rounds, right? No, well, so it's nine rounds total. You guys have faced three rounds. So it's basically... We, we can, want another round we of what we got. Sacrifice, we you want another round of 30 minions, minions and oh. go one round less of combat for survival. Uh, I, no, I say I take minions. No, I, have no I, say, I say another round of this. I say we take Amazing. minions. Fuck you! Shut up! I'm bumped against the, the commands of Kaz right. Dunlin. 
wheels the ship around. You don't tell me what to do, Kaz. Only Brenda's. I was born in the air. All right, hold on. So, as Captain Tundeg himself whoosh, flies by the deck of uh, of uh, of Thunderstrike at the helm, next to him, his vicious, his vicious first mate, covered from head to toe in chains, wielding two mighty hooks, whoosh, with several uh, with several um, dwarven warriors also bristling with chains and hooks, pass by once over the deck. He gives a rah of disgust as he sees the, the, the mere 16 of his men lying in wait in the rig and he says and, he, and you see him kind of look down and you say send some more and then you hear like kind of like you see you look over and you see kind of like the, the people on, on deck of Thunderhammer kind of like scrambling like what and you see like guys throwing down ropes and kind of like clearly leaving their posts to grab like the last of the gliders and like head out knowing full well you know the uh, what retribution would face them did they not uh, follow the order of their captain in its immediacy? Thirty more gliders darken the sky as they launch from the decks of Thunderhammer, which, which itself lists a little bit to the side as whatever forces remain on that ship begin to try to stabilize and, and pilot this behemoth through, this, through the it dark, takes a fair number of crews skies. to pilot such a large ship, and they are clearly undercrewed at this point. Absolutely, having slain, having slain so many of them, shot. Really quick, we don't have any bonuses left, right? We used everything? Everything's been done, yes. Okay. So it's what we roll. Okay. I'm going to grab some water real quick. That's a good idea. I've been yelling for like an hour. <laughs> it's gonna get I mean, you guys have chosen wisely. Time will tell. We've chosen, that's for sure. Another wave of minions darkens the skies over the forest of Lethier and begins to close rapidly as, sh- as Shock takes his crippled, his crippled plane Straight back into the brunt of the force. He no longer has the advantage the of center surprise of the hornet's nest. or position, and he just just has guts. Flies straight into the spear tip. Now, what what is he wearing? What does shop? What does that even look like now? This I mean, is what he looks like. He's right an ace. Now. That's yes. What does he look like? To really establish, uh, that is in my oh mind my for a while. A little bit, not completely, but a little bit. Planet of the Apes, kind of like the rounded, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because he's still got a little bit of that monkey kind of left like over. If, like if a person from Planet of the Apes and a human had a children. Exactly. Had a child. As, <laughs> as, 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 the, as the 30 gliders go forward, they turn and whisper to themselves. He fights, he fights like, a, like with the craftiness of the monkey. Oh, if only they knew. And, um, and dreams. Dreams. Of someday <laughs> being as amazing as Brandis. <laughs> he knows from hearing stories and from following Brandis in his adventures that legends are not stumbled upon, must be earned. That is a six. So that is better than the lowest threshold, correct? No, it's not. 26. Oh. Zero, zero to ten is the lowest. Oh, okay. So I had the results off then. Um, Sorry, man. No problem. Six it is. That is 2d4. Dude, you are all off because 25 is the lowest... 25 or lower is the lowest threshold. You are jacking your numbers up because you told me 4, 6, and 8 and I wrote it down when you told me. 4, 6, and 8 is definitely it. I put 25, 30... Hold on. I put 25, 30... 25, 30, and 35 as the the thresholds. Um, I was... Basically, I was going to go lower than 25 was a miss. 
That's what it was. Okay, but so I, those are the correct numbers. So those are the, I gave you the correct threshold, but I, I was going to have less than 25 be nothing, and I decided, no, it's got to be all hit. Okay. So That's why I was my fault. I definitely gave you confusing, I definitely gave you confusing okay. information. I apologize for that. But I, I think I, the thresholds are 30 upwards. What's, what's Shop fights though? against okay. the odds. Let's see. <laughs> Thank you, though. There's a one plus <laughs> a four. It's five. Five. Not bad. So, yeah. As long as everyone can... Drop five more out of the sky. Yeah. And, yeah, he comes, he comes straight in after this. The glider is billowing out black smoke behind him. Like from even from the front of the ship, so it's the point where he's like having a hard time. The cockpit, he can't see. And uh, and slowly is coming back as he looks back and sees five more slowly, like with their own plumes of smoke behind them. That awesome looking as they because they're high up in the air at this point. Slowly getting towards the canopy of the of the forest below them, likely to start a fire. So down below in the Deep core, in the bowels of the ship. Down below in the core, the uh, the halflings that got thrown down there by Grosh are actually fairly proud of themselves. Usually they're deckhands. They have no experience with this stuff, but hey, they've been. I mean, it's an engine. I mean, it's not that complicated, or it, no, it's not rocket science yeah, rock, or rocket surgery. Tear the filter. It's not rocket system. surgery. Brain so they're actually pretty surgery. happy at the uh, progress they've been able to make, and with a couple final turns of the wrenches, and a couple final poundings of the hammer, you hear the uh, core whir into uh, fully operational status, where once before, it was just sputtering, you'd have large spurts of power as it would go forward and then kind of slow down again. Now it is going at 100% capacity. Roll a one. It's going to be... Roll a 20. Oh! Seriously? Max dies? Max roll. So. 10, boy. You killed 10. No, no, you, it's max roll. Uh-huh. It's yeah. done. So, as it kicks into full nice. power. Get this massive crit chocolate. As it, uh, as, as it. I don't have a crit chocolate. It's yeah. delicious. <laughs> um, it's amazing. So, as the, as the engine roars into full power, the maneuverability just becomes that much more. And, uh, it's. Speeding along, you can break, bank, anything. I mean, it's it's amazing right now, and they are successfully like able motorcycle. to ward off <laughs> ten more attackers. What does what does Cat Dunlin do with this this amazingly smooth handling? Barrel roll. <laughs> nice. Captain, I immediately energized <laughs> as the controls respond Ew! to his every his every instinct, his every whim. Exactly, and because of the amazing maneuverability, he's actually going to try to make this entire ship, this massive, I mean, the thing must weigh several tons, but thanks to magical propulsion and various other magical accoutrement, and the touch of insanity, and a touch of madness, as Dunlin is going to attempt to escape, crush, destroy. Well, I mean... The barrel would, would Nobody knows a ship that large doing that <laughs> no maneuver would generate windstorms in the local area and <laughs> is likely to knock people out of the sky directly. Yeah, so we'll see if I mean, you have who gets knocked it. out. I mean, hopefully, hopefully the halflings hold on, and he gets a thirty-five. Thirty-five is just enough for the just highest enough. die. Just enough, and seven 
and takes good advantage of it. But as they get destroyed by the wind, and the and the sails or the the mast like strikes one of them, and it just explodes, and it's chaos. Seven halflings are blown from the skies. Some of them, some of them also approaching from from below, seeming seemingly well <laughs> out of range, seemingly well out of range of any of any sort of defenses, you know. Beneath the radar, all of a sudden, just get swooped upon by the main mass and just knocked, uh, knocked completely off course, out of the out of the saddle, and uh, to the long trip Into the down. Abyss. How many have we destroyed? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Nice. Eight remain. Uh, bold, fearless. Cast up. Doomed. 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 <laughs> the gun crews of Brosh, having spent their Hellfire ammo. ammo Rack the remaining uh, the remaining shot. Nice easy ones to read. Ah uh, yes. With the barrel roll actually losing some of the halflings on board <laughs> because not everyone is always tied down. Uh, some actually go overboard. Uh, Grosh himself, usually delegated to ordering commands, harnesses uh, himself into one of the ballistas and just starts firing like mad. (laughs) Pass. Pass. Okay, pass. Uh, Pass. 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 So of the eight, how how many remain? Uh, How many passes was that? Five. Five. Three. Three remain. Three mighty warriors overcome the perimeter. The perimeter of iron death surrounding Thunderstrike like a deadly steel hail. A few more penetrate the uh, the, the riggings and prepare for assault as uh, as Captain Thundag or Tundag yeah. Thundag, Thundag. Uh, wheels over and makes for his, his final approach. The small frigate pulls up abreast the ship, and Tundag himself, wielding two mighty hammers, comes out in full dwarven battle armor. Oh, he's a dwarf? Next to him, next to him, his grizzly first mate, he says, Gorklev. He says, was it not last week that we were faced with with a group of pitiful, insolent, uh... Oh yeah, insolent-minded folk who would think to challenge the five companies. These have sailed. The, they, these have sailed the skies in the property of the five companies for too long, and now we will come and make payment or and gather payment for our sister Yargo, who who has who has fallen under their unworthy hands. You guys know that Captain uh, or that the the Thunderhammer and Captain uh, Tundag is the most militant and soldiery of the five companies. And you see now with these threats that he truly is the, you know, is the, the long, <laughs> strong arm of the five companies and has been sent to exact vengeance for for your encroachments, for, for, the, for offenses committed, and for the death of Yargo. I wonder if he and she were, you know, close. Yeah, I mean, if Brandon's okay, he might tell you stories. It's not. He's not there. Not there. Roll initiative. 
Does anyone else need anything before we... How many, how many dice do I get to roll for initiative? Uh, you can roll two and <laughs> take the one that you choose ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, let's see. So let's get this board set well, up. I have high initiative. I mean, you want to fight on the ship or you want to fight on the board? We're fighting on the ship. You have higher Exquisite. initiative at 16 than I have at 19. Can we can we get a word, Lincoln, from uh, from the lens cannon as it as it takes in energy for four rounds? What kind of effects are we are we seeing? Uh, as the lens cannon takes in the energy, the halfling that was manning it uh, is now. He actually had to take his goggles, which kind of look like welding goggles, and put them down over his eyes because it's starting to get quite bright, the crystal is. Amazing. Uh, Are like little ribbons of like light kind of sucked into it? Or it? Uh, no, but as you look at it, you can kind of see, you know, uh, you know, like when you turn a flashlight on and point it through smoke or fog and you can see like that light beam? Mm-hmm. You can see that in the broad day. I mean, the lens is that powerful that you can see the cone of light being focused through these lenses onto the crystal. And as the crystal glows, um, the, uh, like I said, the guy had to, the halfling had to put his goggles on and you can see a bead of sweat start to drip down his forehead because it's getting hotter where he's sitting. Likewise, in the bowels of the ship, the, uh, crystal that's down there is, you can see little, uh, 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 bolts of lightning kind of start shooting off of it as it's charging as well. Um, it's almost as if there's a little micro storm brewing, you know, in like a three foot radius around the crystal as it gets more and more powerful, ready to unleash the power of thunder and storms all around. Alright, so here's how it worked. Here's how I'm, I'm going to do it with attacks and status effects. I'm going to play it kind of like the monsters, and we're going to see how it works. Feel free to roll sta- uh, roll knowledge checks with your guys um, to get some knowledge, but I know you know there's you probably aren't super familiar with the skills. If you guys want to roll knowledge checks, by, by any means. But I'm basically going to tell you, whenever you get hit with something, what you just got hit with. Okay? okay. So if you hit an attack, it'll just be like, blah. Learn through pain. All right, and, that, and that's how we're gonna we're gonna carry out. All right, so <laughs> so total we have nineteen minions, right? Uh, nineteen that arrived. Nineteen, yes. Okay. Oh. That remain in the riggings. It's a considerable number of minions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, you did a good um, job. That's well. I mean, uh, you guys, you guys did great on the last one. I. I I mean, yeah. Three minions. I think it was a good gamble. No, 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 no. Yes. no we definitely did great. This is Paragon. Paragon. We're level sixteen. Your okay, let's get uh, let's get some initiative. Oh, Heptos twenty-one. Atta boy. Okay. Uh, Sheer and Litano refuse to be separated. They're going together at twenty. At twenty. Who are you? Who is who are you playing again? They call him Left Deaf for part of his left ear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's missing. And he is 
the unspoken leader of the Halfling Hive Mind. Halfling, uh, that just, uh, Halfling seems, to, seems to speak for them. He, of course, is not above Grouch, but it's kind of like when Grouch says, You all swap the poop deck! He yells to the others, Swap the poop deck! He is at 32. Whoa. Uh, apparently, all that Grouch training has him cooking the double. They're all over the ship. <laughs> so, they're everywhere. Of course, I go first. Yeah. They definitely go first. Okay. And, uh. Uh, 32 as well. And, whoa! Reroll time? Oh, wow. Also, kind of low. 18? <laughs> 18 as well. Wow! I declare war. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, that's, that's substantial. 19? 29? 30. Oh! Very impressive. All right. Rocco. Is that 32? B. B. Love that. And then... Let me see where we, these guys end up. It's Just as a mechanic thing, right off the bat, I think we've talked a little bit about Left F and his motley crew are Left F and the a cleric. Um, I don't know the powers too well, but it looks Super like I've got a lot of healing. Yeah, you guys talk talk a little strategy real quick. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the other characters. Take a little time to, uh, to do that. All right. From my immediate guess, yeah, there's just a lot of healing, a lot of temporary hit points, and a lot of resistance stuff. I didn't realize that, like, it's pretty crazy. Say, clear. Everything <laughs> they have is like... Well, that's actually... When you hit someone, and you heal someone. You hit someone, and you get some resistance. Like, my at-will power Can is I? I hit a bad guy, and then someone within five stars of me gets resist five all for one turn. Right. So that's an at-will power. So it's like I, I would out say there are just so many halflings that people they're getting hit instead of us. Oh, no, and yeah. You know, in, like, damage saves, I've, I've got some, they're sponges. Uh, I've, I've, they're they're going to be jumping in front of blows. They're also just being distracting guys, so when an attack hits you, it doesn't actually, like, do as much, because they're just, like... Ooh, yeah, and these, that these are, had to go through a these, halfling. Yeah, these are not like children kind of thing like that. They're not. I mean, obviously they're going to be helping out, but it's not going to be like every attack that like, comes after one of you guys that gets healed. You know, a halfling like they're jumps in the on way. Their arms and yeah, stuff. no, these guys. These guys are pirates. They're going to be jumping on the back, slitting throats. They're um, slitting the backs of throats. They're like <laughs> she's shipwrecked. Some of these guys are definitely bad guys. Like the fact that a few of them were like traitors didn't surprise the halflings that much. They're, they're, like, oh, it's yeah. a crew. It's Shiv, a crew of sailors. She's always wanted it's to This like, this, you know, oh, we're going after a rap. Right. They don't know we'll anything about that. Cool. They, they were like sailors on an airship that was already kind of a bad guy thing. The Yargo attacks other ships and we take it over and we're going after a raft, but they're not really... Like, whatever. They're like... I just don't want to get killed by Grosh. Yeah, so they, um... They're motivated by a cruel taskmaster, but, uh... They always were. That's... Uh, the, the agony. Only this See? one's a lot less fun to look at, I guess. Alright, boys. Let's see, what, let's see where you guys are at. Let's have our minis on the board. Choose your spots. Yeah, so I talked about... Who, who are you guys? 
Uh, Lincoln, too. I will be playing. I'm gonna. Sorry. Sorry. No, you're alright. This is this is where we're fighting. All right. Back here is the bridge. Back up there is the cannon. So this is the battlefield down here in the pit. All right. Yeah. So we got we got this right here is a huge hole. So it doesn't provide cover, but you can't cross it at all okay. unless you're jumping. These are two mass two mass cover whatever. And the round thing. Yeah. So th- these both these squares. Yeah, that little round thing. Uh, the round thing. I would say it's five foot cover, so you can climb up on top of it. But, you, but you can stand here. Yeah, it's a lar- It's sort of a largish barrel. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely go. I'll, I'll large go. barrel. Yeah, large barrel. <laughs> um, I think we have a large barrel. Can we stand on the decks? Um, where? Like, can like I stand here? right up there and um, shoot down, or do I have to be on the battlefield? No, you're down. You're down on the battlefield. Okay. You can go on the ramps. Like, we'll say this is part of it, just to make it a little bigger. But nothing up here. Do the ramps provide cover to stuff on the other side of the ramp? So, like, if I'm no. standing in the corner, can I see the other corner? No, this is. We're gonna count this as zero elevation, just okay. squares. Okay. Cool. Uh, throw Heptos in. Can you throw him in the? Can you do me a favor, Dan? Throw him in the far corner. Over here. Over there. Yes. Heptos. Lincoln tonight will be playing the role of Heptos. Uh, Heptos will be. Uh, he's basically. It was a busy week. It's tax season. He is a reskinned version of Ren at level 16, so... Uh, I'm excited for that. Lots of AoE-type stuff, lots of... That works. ...direct damage stuff. Um, it's chest. But he will like be reskinned, so that is what... Cool. So, so we're going to see a lot of burst attacks. He is one of the strikers that we have on board right now. Yes. Striker and... Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, do you want... As we put him down? Um, sure. Uh... I'll put down this right there. Nice. Uh, Kaylin tonight will be playing double part of uh, Ashir and Leitano, who are better known as the Janassi brothers. They don't mind being called that. Uh, one manifests as uh, fire, the other water, and they can switch if required, but they'll never be the same at the same time. Nice. Uh, they're super fast. Like to attack a lot, and our strikers. Awesome. And they work best when we're within five they? feet of each other. Scout, which is the an essentials Striker. style. Uh, yes, I'm essentials as well. Yes, I'm also essentials. Just Ooh, weird. Essentials, buddy. Essentials. I'm old school, baby. Essentials. <laughs> yeah, I'm old school. Is that just as weird? What uh, what it really? Well, Heptos would be. So, what kind of method are you? Uh, strikers? Yes. Strikers. Yes. Yeah. Cool. What sort of? Moving. I don't know what the melee or ranged. Melee. Melee. Cool. I'll be playing Rocco this fine evening. He is a. Chef. He's a knight. Chef. Well, yes, he's a chef. He's a chef. But he's a defender. Is an interesting mechanism. Rather than actively marking people. Uh, he has an aura, a burst one aura, and everyone who is within that order, aura is basically Hates has it. an effect on them, which is the equivalent of being marked. Amazing. Yeah. What uh, what class are you? Uh, it's knight. Amazing. Yeah. So it's we pretty cool. call him Sir Rocco? Very cool. He may not have always been a chef. Maybe he was a knight. But he gave it all up for culinary perfection. Because, because he, he had a that. dream. A dream chicken. of chicken. Yes! 
Someone should ask, and instead of actively marking guys, what do you do? Uh, he has an aura. Oh, gotcha. So <laughs> anyone who's adjacent to him, effectively, uh, is marked. Nice. I don't know what the other, like, little thing is. I'll stick with you and give And he can also, um... Actually, the first couple rounds... His retaliation thing is anyone who is essentially within his aura who shifts or, um... Attacks someone else. Or attacks someone else. He gets, as an opportunity action, he can make an attack on them. Basic attack. Ooh, interesting. So he can basically attack one per each of their round, each of their turns. Yeah, no, that's really good, yeah. Okay. So he basically anyone he's next to, he'll get an opportunity to try, to try anything. Um, and he, for the role playing flavor, he wishes not to be on the board at the moment. But he'll be basically, essentially, one of these adjacent squares when he pops out. Okay, well, I'll have him be right there. He's not. You can't be on here. No, no, but like gotcha. under here. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Okay. Right See, the first few rounds that come out are going to be weird for me because. There's no you have to build up. Yeah. Don't worry. I think we'll be fine with that. Do you have any proactive stuff, like granting temporary hit bonus points Boons. or anything? Perhaps a boon. <coughs> also, you create some I, zones for buffs or something. I'm, I'm going to say this so that someone else will remember. But um, the first round of combat, I get uh, a, a combat advantage for all enemies. Very cool. Just a straight up. I've got that three, too. It's pretty three. slick. Isn't it? It's cool. Yeah. So I'm reminding you, you're reminding me. I also have uh, something that if I get crit, I can roll a d20, and if it's a 10 or higher, it's a normal hit on a crit. Very cool. Which may be useful, depending on what kind of guys we're looking at. Captain Tundag. And his first mate, a man known as Gorklub the Hook, stand tall on the, on the main deck. These are new minis for me. Who's where? Who? Sorry. Gorklev captain. 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 Yeah, Captain and Gorklev. This Clef. is Gorklev. That's a captain? Gor- okay. Gorbert. Standing just the two of them amidst all of you, halflings, halflings and the like. Basically, it's two of them standing tall among the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Laughing. Almost laughing with each other at what's about to happen. Oh, no. In a second, Tundeg, face becomes serious. And he gives a single snap. Gorklev springs into action, acting are, first. Are either of them large? No. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> Gorklev. <coughs> yeah, nice. Oh god, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> nice. Okay. So this is you, Dan? Yes. And that's... So which one are you of these? Um, they're just occupied in the same square. Okay. Or you can put... The red one is where they're, where I actually am. And if it ever comes down to it, I'll take the other one off the board. I like having them both up. Okay. Alright. Uh, let me see what this is. You can have, like, the blue one, like, up here or something like that. No, like, they have to be. Gorklev okay. moves forward. They're two. Let's see. Hmm. He'll provoke an opportunity attack. For me? Uh, yeah. Go buy it. <laughs> uh, not just any of the halflings, but left F sees an opening here and strikes in the 22 versus AC. 
22 versus AC will not hit as Gorklev simply wraps a chain, one of, I mean, Gorklev stands a man made of chain with two large hooks, chains wrapping up all around his arms to the, to the, to the, to the shoulder, around his waist, more chains, and even more around his legs as the chains themselves form both offense and defense with his, uh, with his quick, nimble-stepping fighting style. He steps to one side as he bats away a... Dagger. A dagger attack from, uh, from left depth and rolls as he uses a minor action to shift two squares. Ooh, hello. At will, he, sh- he can shift two squares as a minor action. Woo! Um, That's cool. Good. Then, unraveling the chains, he flings uh, spiked chains at both ah. left death and Asher and Latano. Yep. At Asher, who, who quickly jumps in front of his brother to take the hit. <gasps> and... This is Plus 21 versus AC. The one was a crit on... Alright, I roll it's a d20. Uh, oh, sweet. You got that too? And I don't get hit with a crit. Nice. So Amazing. Ashir, leaping in front of this, actually distracts this guy who was going for Latano, and while it would have been a crit... What paragraph path are you? Um, don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, nice. It's like Super Scout or something. Okay. Very cool. You do not take a crit, but you are hit. Oh. The other one, he rolls a two. So I don't imagine 23 will hit no. your AC. Alright, so... Oh God, thank you, Power. You came in handy. You're taking... Superior reflexes. Can I get 2d4, <laughs> please? I... There you go. Thank you. That's one. Ashley and Latana take two, five, plus seven. Take, uh, 12 damage as a, as a, uh, uh, as a, a, a hook slashes in past you, then Gorklev gives it a quick arm over, and it, and it spins, wrapping itself around Litano, uh, hitting him one last time, causing five ongoing damage, as a, a, a massive gash begins to bleed his life force in fiery fashion, I'm sure. As a, as an, uh, let me see here, oh, as a free action, hitting with his chains, he... Is that makes a save, a save? an attack. Sorry. Is that save versus? Yes, yeah, save ends. He makes another attack, oh, and it's going to be twenty-two versus reflex. I don't think so. You that does it. not yeah. hit at all. As he tries to loop a chain around your leg and restrain you, save ends. But he fails at this. Yeah. And his turn is done. Who's next? Who is next? Uh, I yeah. Who's? We have, we have... I think it's. Actually, uh, I'm, I'm at twenty. You're in. I was high in. Uh, so then it's yeah. left def and then Rocco. Okay. All right. Left def. Left Beginning death. in the aura of clutching chains takes ten damage and you're slowed until the end of the turn as one of Gorklev's leg chains kicks out towards you, slashing you in uh, in your midriff before coiling up around his legs. These chains are almost. I mean, are clearly magically enchanted and act almost as if they have a will of their own. Big Doctor Octopus. Um, oh boy. So you take you took the damage. Yes. Seeing the uh, uh, and slowed, you said. Um, <clears throat> left deck takes damage, and uh, seeing that there are clearly not enough halflings on board, stamps down on the uh, the deck of the ship here and says, "Men." 
form a wall! I'm using wall of shields. Amazing. You conjure a wall that lasts... Oh, I'm sorry, wrong one. I use wall of radiant radiance. Lasts until the end of the encounter. Uh, up to two squares high, I'm going to solve surface. It is wall eight. Uh, so, I'll organize these guys. Basically, this is a standard action, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so any bloodied ally who ends his turn uh, in the wall regains hit points equal to your wisdom to my wisdom modifier, which is seven. Uh, each square of movement by an enemy that includes one of the pieces of wall costs four extra squares of movement. Oh wow! Nice. So I'm gonna place these. So it's a it's a bit. wall, but it's sort of you can go through it. It's a wall. We can go through it. Can enemies go through it? But it costs enemies, movement. But it one costs four. four. So basically, you can go in four extra. Four extra, so one yeah. would be five. I believe Enter, so. Enter would be five. To go out the other side would be would be normal one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you yes, and if you are turn. bloodied, you Let's basically see. stand in it and you uh, regain hit points every round. Okay, very cool. Uh, so I'll set these up. Now, to, to your knowledge, path. can a wall be yeah. angled? Okay. I believe... Halflings jump down from the rigging out of the, the hatches here, out from under here, and form, and not just like one guy in each of these. This is, it represents pop, pop, several pop, 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 halflings pop, 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 pop. that all come down with cutlasses, brandishing them in a massive swarm of allies. So basically, so I'm, the main thing is it's going to basically go here and this way. Go good, yeah, go for it. Um, getting me some space here. So is this a wall that this is not a wall that blocks the line of sight? No, uh, to my knowledge, you can still attack through. Okay, yeah, then yeah. I like uh, the minis. Yeah, go for it. Just I like the idea of That's the minis, but, the, but since we can move through it, um, actually... Yeah, just do... Can <laughs> walls be diagonal? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just I a straight line, I think. I mean, you can't, you can't squeeze through... Something that's yeah. I wasn't sure. I don't know the mechanics. I mean, there's there's the nothing wall. wrong with setting up a barrier that's all diagonals, as long as you say it's a, a, a cubed barrier, then it can't be passed through. Unless, unless you know wall, there's wall rules. I know there is. It's on. It's. I think it's in the player handbook. Like yeah. how you set it up. I don't know the definition well, of. Well, I'm, I swear I've seen it. Let, let's let Dan look into that yeah. while we continue the fight. Probably, it's it's my, it, it may not matter because I know it's it's a, your turn right after. Yes. Unless, unless it will matter. Uh, not really. I mean, we can pass through it, so it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, and okay. and it'll all move it to what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rocco, kicking open the door leading from the thing. Yes. Uh, dressed in a strange assortment of armor, which looks like it has been uh, <laughs> pots that have been cut up <laughs> and welded together into a large collection of plate, which is that he's mostly been. Putting this on during the previous battle. Wait, so this is actual plate mail? It's actual. <laughs> well, it's more pot mail. Um, <laughs> Cast iron. With a, a shield that looks like it is perhaps a from a large cauldron lid and an oversized cleaver. <laughs> Amazing. As he yells, it's time to kick it up a notch. <laughs> Did Rocco on the Bam! Beat. Uh, Rocco, go. Uh, can you charge through allies? Yes, no. I can't yes, remember. as long as you yes. end up, you can move through ally squares as long as you don't end in their space. Excellent. Uh, he then, let's see, yes. He, uh, minor actions, activates his defensive stance for his defender aura. Uh, aura. And also activates his... Um, defend the line 
stance. The aura marks everybody using them. One, defend the line. If he attacks somebody with a melee basic, they're slowed until the end of my next turn. Um, and he charges because he has a massive bonus to his movement speed. This is what the wall looks like now. They uh, they have to share sides, not corners. You agree? Okay. I thought that was something like that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. And... Oh, now you're flanked. <laughs> no. <laughs> And uh, attacks. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Gore Club the Hook. Gore Club the Hook. Uh, with a melee basic attack. Because actually, he basically does only melee basic attacks. Mine too. Hey. Sort of. I mean, he's a cook. It's he, awesome. He does fantastic. Really well. uh, I should probably hit. Probably so. That's uh, 38 plus 1 because I'm in a stance. So that hits. And he will go ahead and use his. Um, power strike ability on that. What does the power strike do? Free action. You hit an enemy with a melee basic attack. Takes an extra weapon damage from the triggering attack. Hey, nice. Is that a counter? Uh, it is. That sounds good for my monsters. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Lay it on, dude. Uh, let's see. So, damage. Sorry. Uh, weapon damage plus six. What is my weapon damage? You doing long There it is, D10. Or? There we go. It's okay. a bastard sword mechanically. Nice. Uh, nine plus shoot. Do you do another uh, weapon damage? F- f- huh? Do you roll another weapon damage? Oh yeah, sorry, I gotta do that. So right. nine plus three is twelve plus fifteen is twenty-seven plus it's the first round of combat and I am enraged by kicking it up a notch. Absolutely. I get uh Constitution to my damage rolls, so that's another four. So thirty was it twenty seven? So thirty one. Uh, sounds about right. You had twelve plus what was your modifier? Twelve from the two weapon. Fifteen plus fifteen. That's twenty seven. So thirty one. Thirty one it is. Thirty one damage. The what kind of hurt did you put on Gore Club? Uh, as he is has his chain spinning around, he uh, cuts. Uh, Laterally across them and severs a couple of them as the blade sinks deep into his uh, right leg. The chains slice, begin to fall to the ground when they, just as if they were kind of like links of magnet, wrap around and once again lock uh, around the body of Gorklev, uh, allowing your hit to pass through, but don't actually cause any any damage to his precious and and uh, oddly enchanted weaponry. Interesting. And he uh, is slowed to the end of my next turn. Excellent. So he's slowed. Gotcha. The internet wants me to remind you, Sam, to, and I quote, check the riders on your power strike. What check the riders. riders. Oh, and I can do a shift. That's right. Uh, a shift. Oh, and I get combat advantage against him. Uh, from that one. From next round? To or? the end of my next turn, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, and so. I can shift. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine where I am, though. Okay. Yeah. Combat advantage on him. Gotcha. Then on him. Alright, then as he as uh Captain Tundeg sees uh his buddy Gorklev take a strike, realizes that it's time to call down his soldiers and he says, Come, let us let us he says, bring me my kills and they d- begin to drop from the riggings on the battlefield. Let's see. 
I'm kind of wondering, and we can do this however you guys want to, but if there's going to be like a buttload of minis on that little board, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking visually it might be easier if we used something to either represent the wall instead of halflings, or use like markers to represent yeah. the minions. How many are there? Well, and let's yeah, roll until so we change. you want to change. I mean, unless you, unless it's too crowded right now. Do we have those little circles? Because if we just I put each of those on the minis. No, I just mean... I'm just yeah, that when stuff right. drops we'll down, we're going to be right. like, okay, now wait, which one of these guys was an actual halfling and oh, which no, I mean, one are we trying the minis, to kill? still use the... Uh, oh, if we mark... You know, the, 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 the rough terrain, the white little ones. bag of rubber bands? Or what are yeah. we looking for? Yeah, the little bag of rubber bands. I was like, Or you could use the rough terrain if you wanted. Or we could use my... No, I'm just saying, basically, to, put, to, mark the minis, to put a to little rubber band on each of them. Oh, whatever you, whatever you guys want. I'm we cool. Can, uh, Why don't you go dig through so you know where they are. Yeah, Alright, yeah, as um, you do that, yeah, well, I'm I'll, gonna continue I'll, forward I'll yeah. with the minion attack. The marks. Dwarven hook fighters. Does it matter what they look like? Mm. He's not on square. Sorry. Over here. It's a garden. And over here. So three? No, five four. came down. Four. You oh, four, that's the boss. You can, you can keep the tally if you want, so we should be down to 15. Okay. Four hook fighters drop down from the riggings, immediately lashing out with their... Uh, hooks? With their hooks as they, uh, they begin to fall in a into a dwarven battle chant. You hear... Uh, you hear them singing and, and kind of laughing in a, in a what, what is kind of like half chant, half kind of like laughter. Uh, chafter. Yeah, chafter. As they, uh, as they chant, the hooks are bright. The hooks give might. And they slash out um, towards one. As a minor action, they attack Grosh. Wait, who's Grosh? Is Grosh... Even you just minute. put him on the board. I don't know. He never got taken off. I'm so confused. So where are our guys? Of course he's there. One, uh, two, three, four. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah, this is fine. Okay. It's four. Um, hey, which square is, are the Genasi brothers taking up? Uh, uh, directly across from Gra Hammerman. This just, one. Just think of it like whatever one's the red guy's in. So put him in the actual square. Oh, yeah, if you want like just put blueberry okay. blue, blue over there somewhere nearby. Okay. No, yeah, that's cool. Okay. So red is... Alright, so first, this minion will go. Ashir's always been more of a hothead. Yeah. Yeah, first, uh, this minion will go as a minor action. 20 versus Will against Heptos. Will? 24 versus Will. That'll miss. Alright. Then, this guy, uh, then he readies a, uh, uh, a melee attack for when someone comes in range, and this one attacks as well. It's going to be 31 versus Will. That will also miss. Alright. Wow. Nice. Both these minions charge. Child's play. Child's play. Heptos. No, really, I think I'm playing with children. Uh, as soon as they get close to him, Heptos is... <laughs> Very nice. The spark slippers are still there. As soon as they get close to him, uh, Heptos... Uh, just begins to glow with radiant, bright energy, and it goes. Okay, and as it, energy. as he begins to glow, uh, the two minions, you see them, almost catch fire as they. Telekinetic fire. Burn off. No, it's just radiant. 
the, the radiant heat and light coming off of of uh, Eptos. Yeah. He does have a halo. He, he does sort of halo. flared his sort of <laughs> divineness. Yeah. I am so divinity incarnate. Those two are destroyed Bam. in a blast of mighty energy. All right. Two down. And then the other two are going to, to go. also one against yeah. here and one against Ashir. Okay. Oh, we're gonna ranged say, or uh, moving It's in. going to be ranged. Okay. Uh, I'm always going to use the red one yes. for the positioning. That's cool. That's what you should use. All right, so here they are. Yellows versus... Yellow is always going to be first, and we're always going around this way. So yellow is going to be uh, Ashir in this case. Wow, a two and a three. That shouldn't hit anyone's will. It should be 22 oh. and 23 versus will. That's not hit. It's so weird how God will. It's very weird. And we're just going to be convinced by These so guys weird. move in. Don't attack me. Boom. Oh, okay. yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey, you know, to take melee attacks. <laughs> one is going to be 28 versus AC, the other one 26. Uh, were those at me or who? One was at. Oh, sorry. It's not even the right. I figured my fault. 26. Uh, sorry, no, one was one was 30 and one was uh, 28 versus AC. 30 versus AC, 28 versus AC. Shouldn't hit. Okay. And then that's uh, that's the minions. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, back to us or? Yeah, let me see real quick. Then it's it is Heptos. Go Heptos. Heptos, uh, just being enraged and having this this glowing. These two little uh, minions had the nerve to come up to him. Uh, he you turns care. his gaze upon um, what's his name, the hammerman. Or grab the captain or the captain. Yeah, Captain Tundeg. Tundeg. And actually, let's not do it at. Let's do it at the other guy. Yeah, ugly. So uh, okay, so like I like I mentioned before, you can get free information Club. when I hit you with attacks. But if you want to learn about their defenses and whatnot, that's going to require uh, that's going to require actual knowledge checks. The thing is, we're just doing damage, right? Nature across the board. These guys aren't arcane or anything. Okay, actually, you know what? We're going at Tundeg. Okay. Yeah. He's furious that he sent those minions in at him. And as he looks at him, uh, you see uh, the halo on top of his head continue to uh, glow brightly as a halo appears over Tundeg's head and begins to burn him. That's going to be a... It could be the name of his attack. 30 versus reflex. 30 versus reflex hits! Yarr! back with that. Dealing mechanically uh, twenty-eight lightning damage. Twenty-eight lightning damage, and uh, and Tundeg stiffens, bangs his uh, his hammers together to to, uh, to break him out of the uh, the stunning bolt. Turns an eye towards Ren, or no, Heptos, <laughs> who stands wielding Ren's powers in the corner. Uh, Heptos. Sorry. Okay. Heptos is going to, uh, as they kind of stare each other down, Heptos decides to do. Um, well, let's do. Uh, that's not going to work. Why don't we do an intimidate check to see if uh, we can lower any of his attacks because he's now scared. So. Uh, Heptos, with this burning, um, with the burning halo now floating Divine above light. the uh, above the captain's head, 
kind of focuses, and it's scary seeing him like this because he's usually a pretty mellow guy. And he says, he, poems. he says, can you stand the heat? Do you want more? And gets a wow, rolls a one. Gets a twenty-seven intimidate. Twenty-seven intimidate, uh, which isn't bad with a roll of one. Yeah, twenty-seven isn't bad when you roll a one. But I mean, based on his his uh, his will and the hostility that is between you, Tundag flashes back a menacing glare and laughs an air glass. <laughs> You'll get it for that! <laughs> Insolence! And, you, and you, he begins to ramble once again about how about how preposterous and offensive it is that you would name it Thunderhammer. He's clearly taking this extremely personally. personally. Yeah. He doesn't suspect it's coincidence in the slightest. Alright. The next person. Asher and Latano at twenty. Asher and Latano, reeling from their from the attack, <clears throat> bleeding, taking their five ongoing damage. Uh, suddenly remember, just for some reason, that they didn't finish swabbing the deck completely the other day, and shout out a warning: it's still a little bit oily all over the place. So watch out. And because of this warning, anyone within five squares who can hear them uh, has an increase. Plus two power bonus to their speed. Nice. Which is everyone. <laughs> so just just by warning them till the end of the encounter. Oh cool. Plus two to speed. Plus two to your speed. <laughs> that does a little bit his farther, he's six squares. Oh I thought he wasn't. Yeah, okay. Oh. Ah, yeah. yeah. He's not he's not fast, but that's alright with you? That's fine. Okay, so that's minor action. You're a range guy, you really don't need it that then much. Then he and you can always reach out to This is bad guy? That's a bad guy. Fuck, he's dead now. Um, oh. He's dead now. No, no, no. Oh. We'll, we'll see. Bold, bold words as they strike out uh, together at this guy and get a 30 versus AC. 30 against versus AC against the minion is unfortunately ah. one short of what you need to destroy short. one of these <laughs> yeah, tiny hook wielding menaces as it wraps. It's uh, it's chains around your weapon and holds it tight till you rip it free and you. And looking rather upset that <laughs> you didn't. Chains are bright. It. Chains for a fight. <laughs> As they continue their dwarven chant. Freaky dwarf, go away. As Sheard says, not a very good rhymer. And. <laughs> but not discouraged by that fact. Not at all. And then he's going to shift. I can do that, right? Move my shift. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. Right there. Gotcha. A sheer jumping on this. That's thing. a good place for the sheer. You can leave him. So he's in a hole. Yeah, he's in a hole. He's in a funk. Done. Done. <sighs> Captain Tundeg himself. <gasps> the next to act. Smashes his hammers together. Let's see. Hmm. <coughs> and flees. <laughs> runs away. <laughs> oh, leaves off the side of the ship. To his death. 
to the jaws and he's been saving this opportunity to relieve himself from life's moroseness. He's <laughs> got a sense of apathy and just moves. One, two, three. Ah. Go away. Kill some blue guy. Yeah, yeah just move the blue guy yeah. out of the way if you need to. Yeah, blue guy's chilling. Uh, he's in he's a uh, safe spot. He's moves in range. For now. Bringing his hammers, swinging above his head, crashing them down on oh, the decks oh, wait, of Thunderstrike. Rumbling the the the, uh, the wood all around him and causing splinters to burst up and, and uh, jaggedly stab at the people around him in a burst two. Which in this case is only... Uh, only me, I think. It's only, only you. Well, only us. <laughs> it's going to be... 28 versus Reflex. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Ashir and Litano are fast. Quickly. Dodging out of the way. Do- yeah, quickly. Nimbly dodging out of the way. Nimbly, quite. They avoid the captain's uh, onslaught, and the round is over. Back to the top of the round. That's one round down. That's one round. How many, how many do we have to survive? Five. Five. <laughs> Got this. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Left out. Never. It's like, until we drop all the rest of the remaining crew members on you in one round. Left out. Yeah, don't worry. Have fun. They're, they're all... <laughs> hey, you know you know how much is here. Alright. Uh, we have... Four have dropped, so we have 15 more to drop. That's fine. Yeah, four have dropped down. Two I'm only counting the ones that out. get placed, not the ones that get eliminated. That's I'll right. let you take care okay. of that. For sure. Um, excellent. Yeah, no, I already hit it. Left F? There's like. Should be left F. Gorklev. Gorklev, the hook. At the top of the round. He's quit first. Uh, At the top of the round. So, as I'm noticed, because he should be aware, he's in my aura, so he's a minus two to attack anybody. He's marked. He's effectively marked, although it's a little bit weird. So, explain me how this works. Um. He's in an aura. Um, Any enemy who is in the aura takes an enemy two penalty to attack rolls. When it makes an attack that does not include me, um, and when I, the penalty, if they do make an attack that doesn't include me, or if they shift, uh, I can make a melee, melee basic attack against them. So when they shift, you can make the basic melee attack? If they shift away, I can make a melee basic attack. If they attack somebody else, I can make a melee basic attack on them. Gotcha. As an opportunity action, so I can do it one per person who does it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just, just as a really quick aside, I because I have that that feat um, that gives me a combat advantage for the first round. I actually did hit him that yeah. halfling, um, but I, now I don't. Now I don't have the bonus because it was only the first round. Take him off. Really? Actually, yeah, this guy here. To, actually, we're here to compromise. We'll compromise. Here's how we're going to compromise. They're actually dwarves. Oh my gosh, you're chewing it right from the get-go and it's giving me the willies. Sorry, I won't do that anymore. Can I have one? We're going to compromise and take away the guy that I want gone. Boom. So we're giving you your <laughs> death, okay, you can and I want him dead for okay. strategic reasons. For who? Um, yay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I mean, or, you can, or we can leave them. I'm not complaining at all. But that's, amazing. that's the deal I'm offering. Thank you. So I'll have him go... I wouldn't ask if I knew the character. He's well. going to use a minor action to shift two squares. So he shifts, and I tag him. Yep. I've got combat advantage against him right now until the end of the next turn. Yeah. Can um, you so that's 
Thirty. No, it's Thirty-four. Yeah, double hit. Cool. Speed is plus two. Uh, my D ten. Ooh, that's ten. Yes. So ten plus fifteen is twenty-five. Do any crazy damage things? I don't think I do right now. Okay. You're saying you do. Oh, that was for a different thing. So yeah, uh, fifteen damage. No, excuse me. Twenty-five damage. Twenty-five damage. It is. Cool, and he is slowed until the end of my next turn. Okay. So twenty-five. Did he slow me? Six. Gotcha. Gorkla takes another wicked hit and lashes out with both of his chains. First against yourself. Awesome. Rolls a three. Second against yourself. Rolls a nineteen, which hits you. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably. Holy oh, shit! Well, what's his bonus? Them science dice, uh, yeah. 20, 21? 20, yeah, that, 40 that even. Definitely. Yeah, forty even. Woo! Yeah. That, I mean, defense, it's always it's always pretty ass. My defense is thirty. So you're going to take. Mm-hmm. Didn't I have another D, another D four? Mm-hmm. Second roll, dub. Oh. Whatever's just too long. I need to make sure of that. Thank you. Oh, you're going to look fancy also. I do have resist you all. Okay. Sweet. So you take... It is. is rolling. You take 12 so damage good. plus 5 ongoing damage. And you take... Okay. So, 12, so I resist 2, so I take minus 10. And you take... And I have 5 ongoing? Yeah, and then you take a 38 versus reflex. 38 versus reflex will hit. As a free action, he wraps... He... Goes for that leg with with a, another twist of his chains, and you are now restrained. Save ends. Okay. While you are, oh yeah, all right, no, that's it. So he hit, he can and max he can make that free action against anyone, free attack against anyone he hits with his spike chains. He can max restrain two creatures at a time. Wow, what a butt! He's a butt. He's a butt. Okay, and. The ongoing five and restrained are both save ends? Both save ends. Okay. Looping up uh, the defender, Rocco, who is so keen to get in close. Gorkleb, a veteran of many fights, quickly dances safely and wraps wraps up the uh, the offender, who's a defender, in, uh, in some restricting chains. And he ends his turn. Um, who's after? So then it's left. So then, yeah. left death. Left death takes 10 damage starting in the aura. Oh, from just being. It's an aura too. Any creature that starts in within two squares. Of this guy? Of Gorkleb. Takes damage as as he releases three hooks, two from his arms and one from his leg that wheel around, slicing in to the. It cuts to the hearty. Um, the, uh, the, the wall of these guys, of, of the halflings, um, as they brandish their weapons. Uh, are able to deflect the blows from himself, but left death himself is left open. Ten damage. Mm-hmm. Um, is his restrained thing? Is that a save ends? Ah, uh, restrained is save ends. Restrained is straight. Yeah, restrained yeah. save ends for sure. Cool. Um, then uh, I will use. The ongoing five is two. Yes. Ongoing five. Both, so both save ends. Different Ooh, effects. One though. ally and okay. a burst. All right. Then uh, yes. As you are wrapped in uh, the chains. Um, left F kind of hits two of the guys that are, that are forming this wall here and says, Get him out of those! And they charge forward. And, uh, actually, yeah, there's no roll for me. It's just, uh, encounter power. 
You make a saving throw with a plus two power bonus. Cool. And I already have. Against which one are you going to save? Uh, yeah, you get to choose. I just get to make a saving throw? Uh, yeah, against the restrained, we'll do it against. Um, plus two, and I already have plus two from a feat. Uh, that does it. Enough. Bam! <laughs> For some reason, I was like, oh no! Um, yes! Cool. Strain is gone. Perfect. Uh, And as a minor action, I use Sun's Glow and light the deck with sunlight. Turn over. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how do the halflings do that? I am a sun war priest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, what do you do as a grizzly? They light the torches of battle. The torches of war line up halflings all along the the, the edges of the board. Okay. Yeah, and... why are we like so, Oh, slow. Yeah, let me try and save against my own oh, okay. slow thing. Yes. Um, he shakes off athlete. his <laughs> effect of uh, of being slowed. So, and that that was my turn. Excellent. Yeah. Left deaf. Yes. Left deaf. Throwing half halfling brothers at uh, <laughs> Goreclev are managed to untangle uh, the restraining chains and allow Mister Rocco. Who gets to start his turn? Act, act freely. Excellent. After he takes a couple of slices. Uh, so I'm within two. Damage. So how much? Ten damage. Ten damage. Ten damage as the whirling chains of Gorkla continue to wreak havoc. Uh, and you're slowed to the end of the turn. Which you might say would be one of five. And I'm slowed. Yeah. It's, it's the aura, aura does ten damage and slowed. Aura does damage and slowed. Um, he shifts oh, he one forward. Sevens. No, that's the aura. Slow does not save ends. And then he also takes five from the ongoing I'm still slow. Um, And he makes a... He swings in at him as he... um, Yes. No. Can't charge. Yeah, so he just swings in with a melee basic. Gets a 17. (laughs) That'll probably... That'll hit. I guarantee you. Excellent. So, eight plus fifteen is twenty-three. Twenty-three damage. Yeah. Yeah, and he is slowed until the next turn. He is slowed, and he is taking damage as Rocco continues to press the assault. What is it like to attack with kitchenware, Rocco? Uh, loud. <laughs> it is very loud. Um. <laughs> This armor is handcrafted and he's not necessarily the best crafter, despite his skill at making kitchen gadgets. Um, but the cleaver is quite formidable and he is very skilled with it. Um, it's like a kid banging on pots. And so he. I mean, he kind of. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll tell you, a little white meat. Get in there. <laughs> I mean, how, how does it go? What is he doing? Well, he uses the skill of deboning countless chickens to basically think. I'm gonna go. This is where I would cut him off if I, was gonna, if I was gonna pop that jo- arm off oh my God. on the leg. Deep so when he chickens. cuts, he goes for deep wounding attacks. Grizzly assaults that work their way cleverly and craftily through the, tra- the chains that are normally extremely good at deflecting large slashing blows. Like Gorkov's a little bit on his on his on his heels, seeing these like large slashing cuts generally are are the ideal kind of attacks for his type of armor. But always seems to cut right through like the links on the chain. Sometimes slicing through the magic armor entirely as they reform. Rocco, doing it. Uh, Next. Ongoing save. Oh, sorry. Did five. You... Save, save the ongoing five. Excellent. Cool. Uh, Gorkled himself, feeling pressed 
is the next call for a wave of dwarven hook fighters who drop down from the board. What is the wall again for me? Once you're bloodied. Once you're bloodied, you get stabbed. You get, uh, I think, seven... Ooh. Uh, yeah, you'll get seven hit points every turn. If you're bloodied being in the wall. In the wall. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, very powerful long term. Very, yes. Not, not huge right now, but I wanted to get it down because it's totally awesome. It is. It is. Gotcha. Alright. These three make a... Well, first of all, this guy makes a minor attack against Ren. Uh, Come on! Aptos! So weak. Ren's gone! So weak. It's over, man! Arath got him! Damn it! <laughs> We're never coming back! Stop talking! <laughs> okay, here we go. Minor, uh, this is versus Will. Let's get back here. Ren is very willy. So is Aptos. So is Aptos. Motherfucker. 24 versus Will. Miss! Next guy. 27 versus Will. Miss! 13 plus 22. 20, 35 versus Will. Ooh, that'll hit. 35 versus Will as the final guy positions Ren in the middle of the three hook fighters who then consecutively make melee attacks on him. Do they all do that? They all explode. No, they... They have to move next to you to trigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, sneaky of them. Well, very sneaky. Um, versus AC, it's going to be... 27 versus AC. That'll miss. Then it's going to be 34 versus AC. That'll hit. And last one will be... 24 versus AC. Wow. Ren takes a single, a single hook slice. Talk, talk to me about Heptos' defenses. Uh... Telekinetic. How does he manage that? I mean, Heptos. He is pretty much a rock star so far. Heptos, uh, as the as they you know jab with their hooks, Heptos is able to. He doesn't even really like. He's kind of got his hands out like this, and as he does so, he's able to telekinetically kind of you know he 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 forces their hand almost. So as they go swing, he can kind of tweak their brain a little bit, and one. Just swings right next to him, and the other one swings right next to him again. But as good as he is, deflecting or controlling three people at once in their movements is a little bit tougher. So one does manage to get through as the hook goes down. He's managed. He manages to deflect it a little bit, so it doesn't hit him in the chest or anything. But it goes down and just grazes his leg. Three, uh, six hooks fly towards uh, Heptos. You know, attacking him from all angles as these these kind of these very skilled dwarves kind of begin to wield and maneuver their, their hooks around. Only one is able to slightly catch an ankle, uh, pulling Heptos into range for a, a flurry of hook slashes. All are just are repelled by Heptos' force of will. He catches a slight blow on his robes and with dissatisfaction Guess. Oh no, there's still a couple more. And with dissatisfaction, takes 12 damage. 12 damage. Am I going to take have... damage in that aura? Um, yeah. On my turn. Okay. We have two more. I think we have two more left. Okay. Okay, okay so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one will attack. We need it. Will attack need first it. against, uh. Uh, against Asher and Latano. 
It's going to be 18, so it's going to be 40 versus AC. Uh, that'll hit. 12 damage. He then uses a minor to reposition you. It's going to be 25 versus Will. Uh, that does not succeed. In that case, he his brother uses a minor action. Which hey! It's, uh, brother on brother? This no. guy over here. Both. Which is going to be also 25 versus Will, uh-uh. which is also not going to hit. Alright. Yeah. Okay. He they just don't die. understand. It's not a matter necessarily of powerful will, but he lack will of comprehension. Come over here and put a hit hurt on our uh, our sir, whatever, our sir right, Rocket. So as soon as he's under, he's in the aura, so he's he's got the mark on him already. It's yeah, he does. Cool that happens. So it's a minus two then. If he attacks somebody else but me, yeah, he's gonna have to attack just you. Excellent. And it's going to be 40, 38 versus AC. 38 bases AC will hit. 38, 12 damage. 12 damage. So I'll resist 2, so that's 10. Uh, the resist is going to come in handy. It is. Alright. Uh, so now, back to the initiative. Heptos. Heptos, as the. Uh, getting hit by this, he gets infuriated again. Um, the halo above the captain still glowing brightly. That's resist 2. Means so, that he's gonna take more damage. So this is gonna be a 32 versus reflex. 32 versus, versus reflex on who? On the captain. The captain surely doesn't have that uh, that level of reflex, and the blows come in ceaselessly and accurately. Hmm. So the halo flares up, and <coughs> you see the captain kind of, uh, from the the burning that he's receiving, and he takes 25 more lightning damage. Good heavens. At the same time, while this is all happening, because that kind of just happened anyways, at the same time, um, Heptos uh, uh, looks at the ground as you see kind of a... uh, the ground in a spot begins on the deck begins to glow in a a bright light as a... uh, a... Beam shoots up from the deck, and you see it just go in a uh, in a expanding ring. It's like an expanding ring, so it just kind of looks like a halo going out, and it's going to be focused in the square right in front of him. So, boom! Right there. It's amazing. So it's going to get all four of those guys. Oh, because it hits. It's a it's a five by five square. Are you rolling an attack against yourself? Yep. Amazing. I mean, secretly, I, I really wanted to see that. This, this okay, so he's, he's pissed. He's awesome. He's going. It's going to take out Left all those F. guys. So, line them up. Uh, Shieldy. Captain. So, just start pointing. We'll do Heptos last. Okay? Uh, sounds good. No, I think he, he can nope, avoid that. He's out of it. No, so, yeah. the first one. Captain. This is all versus Reflex. Gotcha. Captain, 36. Oh, yeah. Minion. Minion, 22. 22 will not do it. Other minion, 22. Nope. Other minion, 34. Yeah, for sure. He's he's on. Then against Heptos, I take a minus 5, so that's going to be a 28. So that's going to hit, but I take half damage. So that's going to be... Loving self-sacrifice. 28 damage to the minion and to the captain. 14 damage to me. Boom! Point wise, 
Gotcha. I'm getting there. Uh, 14 damage. If I damage myself, can I use that as an attack against myself to then... Uh, I can't use any oper- or reaction things on your turn. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 10 hit points away from bloody. So, oh, that was... Okay. And... Okay, so that uh, did that and that. And we're going to... Shift one square back if you can move me, Dan. Or yeah, yeah. boom, right there. Okay, got it. Turnover, turnover. Heptos, Asher, and Latano. All right, Asher and Latano. Cops up there. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Surveying the battlefield, the brothers take up the stance of the cutting. Fox. But in this case, it's more like they're kind of... They're exactly knives, so like, gotta get the packages up. Peanuts. Peanuts. Everywhere. Everywhere. So, uh, this is an at-will minor action. Uh, only take half damage from attacks made against me on my turn. And whenever I hit or miss with a melee attack or a ranged attack on my turn, I can take a free action to shift up to two squares. (coughs) So you take 10 damage from starting. Where you at? I took it. And Excellent. I also took five because I haven't saved yet. Oh. Versus that other thing. The the, the bleeding. Yeah, the bleeding. They're still bleeding. Jeez. They're not, not doing too well. Bah. And let's see. They're going to. And they're in the square with that guy, huh? Now you're over there. So. I am over Gork there. Gork Love is huge and red haired. Okay, so they're just going to attack that that minion who's. Right in their face. Since he's got the guts. Um, a 26 versus AC is probably not going to hit. Three? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Um, So you miss, so you can shift? Uh, Yes, I can. And I will shift out of that awful square. One... Sweet. Shift. Whoosh. Move. Awesome. Simple, simple turns. Asher and Latano. Sam. Strike and retreat with their... Which is their style. Yeah, which is their style. Exactly. Asher Tano. Now it's uh, Captain. Or Lash. Captain Tundag. The last of them all. What, uh, so if you shift through your aura, or what what triggers the aura attack? Uh, attacking an enemy besides me, or shifting away? Gotcha. Or shifting in my aura or something. Basically everyone around him is more. Gotcha. So if you move past me, I get an opportunity attack, because that's just how the rules work as well. So if you're next to me, and you try and move away, you're going to get an opportunity attack. Does... If someone attacks someone other than you, or in other words, if it's a burst attack, does that cover that? Uh, I think it's does not. It probably does not include me. Let me see. That makes sense. Enemy subject to your defender or either shifts or makes an attack that targets an ally of yours, but not you. So okay. yeah. Gotcha. So it's just to encourage them. To if you hit me as well, I think that works just fine. Gotcha. Well, then in that case, Mister Captain is going to move in here. Around here, so provoking off top an attack of opportunity. Sure, melee basic. Sure. You melee basic it is. 
Solid three. Boom! Not gonna do it. You can shift again, though. I could. No, uh, I think I can only do it once per per turn. Really? Per turn or so. per round? Per turn means this is a new turn. It's now the captain's turn. You assume this. On my turn. It has to be on my turn. So, forget it. Okay. okay. It has to be my turn that I'm missing. So, that doesn't count. So... Alright. Nothing happened anyway, so it's all good. Oh, okay. oh wait, I gotta save first. Uh, Captain Tundeg pushes past Asher Latano, bringing to bear Love his war hammers that he crushes down again on the deck with a avalanche strike. You should be paying attention. I was paying attention. I got you. He didn't scare more. me, he just knocked the shit out of everything sure, on this table. Scary. Okay, yeah, I am. Um, I think I'm bloodied now, almost. Okay. I'm too away from bloodied. So this is. 18 versus Reflex okay. against yourself and Asher and Latano. Okay. Yeah, pretty weak rolls. 21 versus Reflex. Not, oh, not way less. I know you're super reflexy. So, the crushing blows of, of Captain uh, uh, of Captain Tundeg once again come to no fruition Man, as I the battle rages on. End of round two. What's the status on the lens cannon? Uh, the lens cannon... Continues to charge, uh, and at this point, because oh, it's such a it's getting cloudy. Oh no! Because it's such a warm day outside, uh, <laughs> you're starting to feel the effect. Uh, I mean, the halfling is the wet. Um, Ren Ren kind of told him smoking. Or Ren Ren told him, you know, you can let this thing get pretty charged up and hot, but I'm not quite sure what'll happen. So so quite often the uh, the halfling will go pointed at the sun. It'll get pretty hot. He'll kind of move it away for a second, let it die down, and then he'll move it back. And he's in constant flux with it. That's uh, slowing it down even more, basically. This time, <laughs> being distracted by the uh, by the combat going on, he's letting the sucker get pretty hot. And so it, uh, you can on the deck, you can feel the radiant heat coming off the crystal oh. as uh, you look over at as Heptos looks over at the at the. Uh, Halfling and says, "Do it faster." Mind that, mind that cannon, little one. As he goes back and kind of keeps keeps attending to it, but it's getting there. Tundeg bellows loud and clear over the battlefield. What right had you to attack the ship? What right had you to to uh, to defeat one of our company? As you as you sense uh, notes of outrage, but also. An underlying question as to how this might have even happened. Not only have you gained his respect from defeating so many of his men, but perhaps there is something within them that expects you to be that ex- that suspects you to be the new rightful owners of this ship, despite his his ire and his attacking. Hey, his the things were here under Yargo's command. That that I remember the whole thing. With these words, Captain Sundeg fights on. Oh yeah. Uh, top of round three. Three rounds left. Bad guy. Gorkleb the Hook. Yes. Hook, I'm going to let you guys know right now hook. from a metagame <laughs> standpoint. Heptos is irritated that they are interfering with his focus Trying and concentration. And he doesn't want to diplomatize. He doesn't want to do anything but get back to his studies. He's taking no prisoners. <laughs> Heptos has very little regard for human life. Yeah, he doesn't. It's in so the funny. grand scheme or of things... Dwarven. In the grand scheme of things... This ship battle and its crew it's like a aren't gonna do time. a whole lot. It's child's play. Yeah. 
Spike chain attack against Rocco. Bring it. Bring it. First one misses. Second oh. one misses. Ah. <laughs> uh, Reeling with his with his spike chain, they clatter against his piecemeal armor as he manages to sort of wrap one partially around his sword and fling it away, and the other bounces off his shield. Uh, as Gorklev stands stands tall, uh, trading blows with Rocco and whirling his chains at literally everyone else in a three hundred sixty degree radius. And let's see here, where are we at? Okay, that that's Gorklev. Does it move or anything? Or chills? Why would he move? You just get his ass kicked. But you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. And hey, back to you guys. Let's Do it. Sees <clears throat> that uh, the Genasi brothers becoming winded <laughs> and looks up to the rigging because you see the enemy dwarves, the the chain fighters, came down and slew a bunch of the halflings that were in there. There's actually another level of halflings that was elsewhere in the rigging. And Lefebvre calls up and says, Get down here! And uh, they come down <laughs> to <laughs> aid. Layers upon layers. layers. It's kind of like we got to We've got those guys surrounded. Someone needs to write a post about the battle that happened in the riggings. <laughs> and uh, uh, three halflings drop down to uh, to defend the Jesse brothers there. Ooh, nice. nice. That's, so that's uh yeah, so that's five plus six is eleven plus three is fourteen plus your surge. Sweet, thank you. Boom. Four, Four, fourteen. You oh, said? yeah, fourteen plus your surge. Okay. Fourteen plus your surge, like and you get ten temporary hit points. Thank you. And juicy, a puppy. I have not taken second <laughs> damage. I will take that now. I am all. I am also slowed. Uh, he will. Move within the cloud of halflings a little closer. Amazing. Why'd you mark yourself to let you know that you're in the. Oh, um. Is Sheer and Leitano give yeah, all three halflings like a high yeah, five? Yeah, you know I'm on the wall. Bam, bam, okay. bam. Done. Yeah, if you want to throw a mark on him, that helps. I can still see that visual oh. top down. Well, you look a lot different. Well, you don't look that much different from the other halflings. Okay. She's got a cape. She's Brandis. I got but a halfling. Decked out. <laughs> okay. So. Alright, I believe it. He, he's obviously distinct. He's, he's missing brandling. like half his left ear. Brandling. Brandling. Uh, turn over. Ten damage. Boom. Oh my god. Rocco uh, holds his cleaver aloft and lets out a a battle cry as he activates his daily power. Um, basically allowing him to have two stances. Killing words when a better action, so he moves everything, goes on total defense. Gotcha. Amazing. Success. Total to all the halflings. Uh, he wields his cleaver, activating it, so he gets to activate two stances. And as he does so, he does. He then, with him, so it was a minor, he activates his other minor and uses his cleaving assault stance. Cleaving. So he has two stances. He can have two stances at once? Via power on his weapon. It's Amazing. a cool power. That is very cool. Um, he then lashes out at the. Um, yeah, I forget it every round. Gorklev. Gorklev. He lashes He'll out at Gorklev in his sort of cloud of spinning chains looking for connecting blow. Ooh, 14, probably. That connects, for sure. Excellent. And he deals... <coughs> three plus... 
15 to 18 damage. Amazing. And with the cleaving assault stance, one enemy adjacent to me, other than the guy who I attacked because I hit him, he takes damage equal to my con modifier, which is four. <laughs> so the halfling bites as he, as he slashes out, taking a piece of Gorklev. The blade continues to travel on, taking out the hip of the air pirate before sending him <laughs> off the edge of the deck as he stumbles goes. off. Right and that's his turn. Wilhelm's turn. <laughs> and he is slowed to the end of his turn. Gorkle says, Dunlad, do not fall! As Dunlad grabs his hip and goes down, bleeding. Uh, My hip! It was in Hunter! Dying your son! Gorkle says, Quick to his aid! As four more halflings drop down so from above. Sexy. So many halflings. Oh, no, dwarves. This guy calls them dwarves. dwarves. I call them halflings. Depends on how tall you are, really. Well, maybe, maybe like the air pirate guild is heavily populated by halflings. Maybe there was like a Caesar Chavez of the halfling community long, long ago in the air pirate community who just like unionized halflings, and so they ended up becoming more populous. What are human beings? No, you're not. You're halflings. Well, halflings. Mm. Oh, Ever since worked. the halfling, you know, got their own union, they they started getting uppity. Grosh was like solely anti. The dwarves were like here. the docks. Like, like, them over here. Longshoremen. They got the union, then they got corrupted. Okay. Corrupted unions. First. First. Heptos. Dax uh, versus Will. What's this guy? Big halfling. Baffling. Ugly halfling. Oh! Alright, it's a dwarf. Do it. Okay. First one versus Will. Uh, 30. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. 31, yeah. 31 versus Will. That'll miss. Woo! Remarkable. 34 versus Will. That'll hit. So, Aptos gets shifted up into the, the crew. Heptos. In a meat grinder. These two. First. Okay. Against the Ashen Latano. Oh. Is that eight? Yeah. 28 versus Will. No. Uh, 32 versus Will. That does hit. As Asher gets thrown back into the, uh, thrown back into the aura. Let's see. So, that's a... Then. Just making sure my, my stuff. No, for sure. And that gets rid of all my temporary hit points. Oh. So, one. <laughs> cool. Two, three, four, five, six. One and five, right? Right. So, why don't you throw him in your wall? Yeah, I'm basically just gonna take his out and I'll placeholder. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, he's he, minus two now. How did he get there? Two. He just walked. He went around? Okay. Yeah, cool. he, yeah he was next to him. Wait, he never was next to him? Uh, no, he was. He started back here. Oh, okay. You walked, go. walked there. Just by Yeah, you know for sure, for sure. Can't That's what you gotta do. Me, Here's just a uh, uh, total defense attack. Oh, where's he gonna have to? Wait, who's he attacking? Me. Okay, so that's a 19. That's an opportunity. How does that work? Ooh, how does that get resolved? Oh, that, my, that that'll probably hit. My weapon gives me extra defense on total defense. So is wow. it, if it's in my AC, it's going to be 41 minus two is 38. 
Wait, wait. Because he, he's, in, he's wait, in his aura now. Wait, 41... Minus 2. Minus 2 is 39, right? 39, yeah. Sorry. Are there any other defenses I got? Because my AC right now is 39. I got Dang, man. Can you kill him? Uh, how it's, does that resolve? It's, it's an opportunity an, attack. He attacks him. An opportunity I get to attack, attack is interrupt. So you forget for sure get the attack. Opportunity attacks are interrupt? It's nice. 13, so that's... That's for like, sure going to hit it. That, yeah. Bam. Alright, so Does as he, he comes in for what is sure to be a devastating attack? Uh, unsuspecting half-on child. As he sort of wades through the uh, radiant wall, he like kind of blinks his eyes for a moment. He comes down, and he doesn't see the cleaver, which just takes him right in the gut. <laughs> the cleaver. Look! Oh Another half goes down. So now we have... Oh, I was corpse. not counting how many got placed. Uh, I, put, I placed four. Four more. Okay, four more. Yeah. These are dwarves that keep getting killed. Half-lings are living. So far. Yeah, did I say keep saying halflings? You keep saying halflings. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. Use halflings is the throwaway minions. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who want to leave them on the board. It's also confusing. It's it's Ren and the halflings, and when it should be dwarf, the dwarves and heptos. <laughs> God, it's killing me. All right, so these are the last two minions that ha- that haven't gone, and then these are all the guys need to attack. Oh God. So these guys haven't gone. They are both going to will attacks against Rocco. Do it. So one is going to be 35 versus will. Definitely Ooh. hits. Oh. Alright, yeah. so we're going to <coughs> take Senor Rocco and we're going to move him out here. Wow. This one will let's see, move in. And they will he's moving, he's not shifting. Uh, and they're both gonna make attacks against yourself. One is going to be a thirty-five versus thirty-seven versus AC, and one is going to be a twenty-seven versus AC. Uh, one of those will hit. 12 damage from that one that hits. Was the will attack just to move me? Didn't do any damage? Yeah, these are all, those are shifting. Okay. Those are, as as the minions kind of shift you guys around, they're always trying to catch ankles, grab onto pieces of armor. This one happens to catch uh, catch uh, Rocco right underneath the pot helmet and just uh, <laughs> lead him headways uh, away from Gorklev, uh, setting up for his, uh, his his friend to do some quick slashes around ankle uh, his, his calves. So 12 damage? Yeah, minion 12 damage. Okay, so minus 2. Now it's the 4 against uh, Heptos. So 2 have combat advantage. Here are those 2. One is going to be a... Are you rolling damage or are you rolling... This is the attack. attack. Okay. So this is... Uh, one is going to be 32 versus AC. That'll hit. One going to be 42 versus AC. That'll oh. hit. Then these are going to be the other 2 that don't have combat advantage. One is going to be 30, 20... 29 versus AC. One's gonna be another 40 versus AC. Hit. What you, what, 36 damage. Wait, what? From three different hits. Okay, so 18. Uh, 36 Why damage. Why is it all halved? Oh, I don't know what it is. Oh, oh is it half? Wait, okay, wait. Say that again. So, sorry, there was four attacks against you. Four three, attacks, three, three hit. Each has, is 12. 12 oh, damage. Oh, each does 12. Okay, so sorry, that's it's all 36. Okay. Um, Are you bloody? 36. Uh, no, what we're going to do as Ren. Let's see here. Burn emergency. Yeah, hang on to it for. When? Uh, okay, so as Ren takes this damage. Er, Ren, damn it. <laughs> Blame me. As Heptos. Heptos is just. Hungry, hungry Heptos. As Heptos is just, you know, overcome by this barrage of, of assaults, um, he, you see him, you know, leap into the air uh, and <coughs> rise. 
Which one was See this? See that? He just floats in the air. Yeah. Jesus pose. Yeah, exactly. Crash. Um. Ow. The nails. <laughs> Where is it? Stigma. Yeah. Extinct. Extinct. Oh. Uh, <laughs> one of my Saturdays. What? Which one? Those sticks I've taken out. Oh yeah. Well, maybe. We- ah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe we can get him back someday. So, as he is just ta- is just getting pounded by these attacks, um, you see him stick his hands out. Eight chains are like whirling around you, and he just <laughs> blinks into a uh, a flash of light and appears. Boink. Let's go right, and then one back right there. Bing. Right at the edge of the ship. Takes half damage. So that will be Amazing. 18. Nice. Is that a mini reaction? Is that a reaction that's, or an interrupt? That's a reaction. You could do I that see. on the first attack. Yeah, so... But you... Hmm. <laughs> you can do that on the first attack. Then, if you want to do that on the first attack, I'm still going to make two charge attacks, which you're going to hit. Just, it's fine. Just so, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's whatever... Yeah. So, have, having having four three attacks is actually not that bad. Um, but it's, it's your call. We work it out. We work it out where everyone's happy. Um, 18 damage, and Heptos. Heptos as telepathically, telekinetically. Heptos as he reappears from the from his teleportation, uh, looks at the group that were just assaulting him, and oh, that's gonna be a toasty little. Pile Once people again, people pile. We're going to. This isn't actually a person for purposes of targeting. No, I know. In case you were curious, we're going to focus this. Once <laughs> again, you see right a now? ring, uh, a, a, a a it's a um, beam of light shoot up in the air as the as the ring of light begins to emanate outwards, and we're going to focus it on the uh, half or the dwarf right there. So this is going to oh, be so five, so guy. it'll hit the captain as well, and nobody else. Oh, it'll hit the captain and those four guys. Yeah. Where's the captain? Oh, there? Right there, okay. but it cool. won't hit any of the rest of us. Oh, okay. No. So. That's. Yeah, because so, I have line of sight. So I'll line them up. Uh, okay. Let's do some minions, minions first. first. So we'll do minions first. Okay. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Is that good or bad? Um, so this is going to be against Reflex. So minion one, that'll be 24. Uh, 24, no, that will not hit. Minion two, that's a crit. He's out of there. Next one, 37 versus yep. Reflex. Next one, 33 versus Reflex. Captain. Yep. The balls. The captain, crit. Nice. He's dead. <laughs> so. Not so hasty. So against the captain, that is going to be twenty-nine plus. Up there. Mm -hmm. I need to see what my weapon damage is going to do. Uh, That's four D ten. Can I borrow a D ten? So nine. Nice. Five is fourteen. Plus three is seventeen. Plus two is nineteen. So nineteen plus twenty-nine is thirty. Forty-eight. 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 So forty-eight damage to the captain and 
And the halo begins to grow, glow bright above the mm. captain's head mm. once again. And that will be against the captain. Thirty-four versus reflex. That hits. Dealing another twenty-nine lightning damage. Oh my god! Heptos is rocking it. Heptos crushing. No wonder he kind of became the boss of the airship after we left. So seventy-seven damage by my count. Does that sound about right? Sounds good to me. Seventy-seven. So one. Okay. Is the captain bloodied yet? He is now bloodied. The captain is bloodied and looking pretty pummeled as you see blood running from between the creases in his dwarven armor, but his mighty hammers continue to clang. Is this guy bloodied or no? No. No. And um, let's also blow an action point. Okay. Wow, Heptos. Uh, and with that... Drop it again. We're going to see. It's going to, uh, or perhaps something else. It's going to the halo flares up again. Something with a richer, more subtle flavor. Are there any limits on the it's amount that bold. you can do that per turn? The uh, halo. It's a new turn. So it's a minor action, right? It's not a new turn. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's uh, once per turn. Okay, an action so point? never mind. Isn't it a new turn? Oh yeah, I thought that was a new turn. No, an action point is just another action on your. Oh, you turn. gain a standard action. Okay. Yeah. So in that okay. case, then. So we are going to against the captain. That will be. Uh, you see, just um, Heptos holds forth his hands as just beams of light go forth and hit the uh, the captain, and just kind of like they're like it's a crappy description, but it's almost like lasers, and they go and just begin to sear his armor. And Beams that will be a twenty-three versus fortitude. If anybody gets to use lasers, thing. it's a radius. It's radiant damage, and yeah. that's going to miss. So as it go, as the light goes forward, it uh, it hits his armor, and his armor had a little bit more reflectivity to it than Bing. Heptos had once thought, and it just went and deflected right off. Yeah, unfortunately, makes me so sad. Oh, hold on. Oh, wait. but wait. Well, you're, do, you, do you have a plus three to attacks or something? Did, did, did that bonus kick in for the mechanics? Um, yeah, when you build your action point, don't you have a bonus to attacks? Everyone gets a bonus to attacks. I get to add. Get I'm using memory of a thousand lifetimes, and I get to add. Oh, I love that card. Um, don't you have to roll that at the beginning? Or no, wait. That's no, that's, I roll something and I don't like the results, so I can add a one d six to the triggering <gasps> roll. Nice. Okay. So. Well, I hope it's a three or more. <laughs> Going to do a 1d6. What was your original roll? 23. Got a 3! Not enough. Aww. What? You just said! You said it was 23 was your original roll, right? I don't know, you said, did you have something that was a 3 or better? I mean, yeah, his defense is, is larger than 26. Aww. That was misleading, and I. Wait, wait, what did I say? What did I, I, I literally You made said it sound nothing. like I needed to get 3 more. I literally said nothing. About it at all? Did anyone else hear that? Fine, I'm fuck. I didn't. It doesn't fuck. really matter. Go, I mean, go, turn over. Done. What's your action point <laughs> thing? What does it do? 
Oh, yeah, Something you blew your action point. What, what uh, happened? You guys get a. Everyone gets plus three on the battlefield to attacks, right? That's that's, yeah. that's what he said. And you get a minus to something. Yeah. Well, I take a minus on my next one. That's the, the, what the three. Thing. Oh, was that was, was that weird? You you mentioned something that. Oh, uh, that's three. what you were talking so about. Thank you. Okay, that was that was what it was. I was talking about Ren's Paragon Path thing. Does that add to your attack as well? No. Okay. Everybody uh, gets a plus three for a round? Everyone gets a plus three to or for a round, I believe. Cool. cool. That makes me so sad that I just... It's all right. We got bonuses, though. So I'm happy. What are your points? Are you... How hurt are you? Uh, I'm not bloody yet. I've got 54. Uh, I'm at 82. Of... But you know what? This is a one-shot. Fuck it. I'm blowing everything. <laughs> oh! You gotta blow them all. I mean, Burn I don't know if anyone's seen the, uh, the time. We're at 10, 11 p.m., so... I don't think there's gonna be any more encounters tonight. Oh, Smoke them if you got them! Smoke them if you got them! Uh. Who's that? Ashir is perfect. Is that all you, uh, you wanted to do? Uh, that is you all wanted to I do want more. to do. Alright. For now. Well then, it is Tundex's turn. Actually! <laughs> Come on, dude. How many actions do you have left? I'm taking a minor right now. Okay. Well, and in that minor! I need to are take you, four of these. Are you transporting that minor over state lines? He disappears. What? And suddenly, four heptoses appear. Oh, jeez. There was one heptos, now there are one. One. Nice. Classic. Let's go. Classic. On top no, of the beam. That's not. That's no, like that, a. That's that, a huge that's ass a huge beam. beam. You can go on the top of the other one if you want. I hate you, Sam. <laughs> it's a huge ass beam. It's, it's actually. A Don't be jealous that I have tons of actions and you haven't gotten to go for a little while. <laughs> and You're at the top of the round. Okay, go over here. Somewhere else. Back one. There. There we go. Whoa. Done. Wait. Turnover. Guys, guys. Which Amazing. ones are high on the airship? Which one's the real Heptos? Heptos. We'll have to shoot them all. Splits his entity. A mine in each of them. The damage Jeez. continues. And the battle resumes as Tundeg. Tundeg. Clashing his warhammers. Oh god. Bellowing aloud as the blood runs. Boom! Again! In a burst two, he attacks. It's okay. Three of. Total defense, man. Three of the members of the crew. Total defense. So we're doing a round, right? Doing the normal order? Um, Yeah, well, you point him out. Kaelin! So let's do Kaelin. Ashir. Ashir and Latano face the rumbling of. uh, Ashir. Uh, here we go. Of Captain Tundeg's crushing hammers. A one. And that's wow. a one. Bagels. Up to. That's going to be a. Rocky. 40. No, 36 Ugh. versus reflex. Oh, 36 man. versus reflex will definitely hit. Dang. Alright, and you take. And f- oh, oh. Yeah, and yourself. And for all the halflings. It's going to be. Who have ever lived. All of them. It's going to be. 38 versus reflex. 38. That's my one low! Oh, that hits. Both of you take. Having children die. Why are the children out there? Both take 16. Child labor. 16 damage and are knocked prone. 16 and. 16 damage. Mini reaction. He uses his shield block as he throws up his shield against the blast and reduces some of the damage that he takes. Is his turn over? Um, takes five. He reduces that from nine. So how much did we take? Is that nineteen? Sixteen. Sixteen. So he takes nine less. He's doing it. 
He's uh, using yeah, the action he's point and he's gonna do it again. Oh. He likes where he's at. Yeah. Attacks all around. Wait, does Sorry, that mean 16. that turns over, or is this still part of the same turn? Okay. Against uh, Ashley and Latano, twenty-eight versus <laughs> Reflex. Not gonna do it. Can't Rocco again. Okay, too fast. This for him. It's going to be twenty-eight versus Reflex. That'll miss. Yeah. And. Back over here. I'm on the ground. Oh, that was a four. Misses all around as the ground he rumbles. Too hard. Spending, yeah, spending his energy too oh, early. The attack yeah. peaks. Yeah, you're, yeah. Okay. Woo! And that's the end of the round. Top of Wait. the fourth round. Wait, I'm, I'm interjecting because sure. I have a, uh, a trigger. He ended his turn adjacent to me, so I'm yeah, going to shift four squares out of there. Ding, 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 you're absolutely right. I don't know what I was thinking. It does happen. I mean, turns. we can take I think it now. I'm, I think I owed one of those from so last excited. round. Okay. I don't think I took it on my turn, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's 10? 10, yeah. Okay. Does he actively use, so, use a yeah. minus 8? Is he going to do something as well? Uh, sorry? Uh, he's going to do something on us, John. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to do yeah, something on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no. You add me. Let's see oh, here. Okay. Can you not heal yourself? I can heal myself. Okay, good. Because I have, I have one power that can heal. One time to one person. So, yeah. did you hit him last him. turn? Is he slowed? He was slowed, um, yes. Let me see. When did the halflings go? The, the, the dwarves? Dwarves. Because I hit him, and then I got pulled. I, I definitely hit somebody, and yeah. then I did get pulled. You killed You killed this dude. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you, you so hit him. Yeah, you're, you're right. He's definitely he slowed. slowed. Okay, then he stays where he is, and he continues to slaughter... Can't spell with a Senor Rocco. Because he does laugh. He's like, who is knocked prone gives Grant's combat advantage, I believe, unless you have some effect against it. Uh, no, I believe I. Is it combat advantage I grab prone? Yeah, he's, these are melee attacks. Okay. Yeah, these are, yeah. Melee, these are melee attacks. Okay. So, these are coming in. Two spike chain attacks. One is a natural two, one is a natural 19. I think we know how that's going to go. Yes, indeed. So the attack, the chain attack does three and four, seven, 14 damage, okay. and ongoing five damage from a bleed effect, and he he responds with a, re, a, a, a free action, free attack versus reflex. It's going to be. Um, sorry, how much damage was the first one? Sorry, it's 14 damage 14 and ongoing damage five, well. and then it's going to be 20. Eight versus reflex to restrain you. The twenty-eight versus reflex will miss. All right. Um, and I am just now bloodied. If that counts for anything you're doing. Um. No, sir. Okay. He won't be bloodied for long. We're good to go, and he. Yeah, he en- uh, ends his turn. Joyful. Um. That's uh. That's both you guys. Boom. You first. Left F. This time was actually struck. Struck by uh, the attack from the from the captain, he didn't get knocked prone like on the ground. 
This was a classic fight. He got shoved back, and a wall of halflings behind him all caught him, patted, patted him on the back, and threw him <laughs> back in, <laughs> standing him up. And then he attacks <coughs> this guy here, and uh, which will heal you. One second. Uh, research and sun, come on. Um, I always just want to get... Uh, effect means it happens no matter what? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Then you get to spend a healing surge. No matter if this hits or not. I want to clear, clarify that before. Like there. You're spending a healing surge. Boom. No matter what happens, just do it. Just do it. Um, plus anything? Uh, not plus anything on this one. Okay, cool. Um, next time you get something fancy, get a little, little something on that. Uh, and as he comes up... You have a up, plus three to your attack. Um, oh, thank you. Um, Good to remember. As he uh, gets pushed back, him and a few other athletes come in with their cutlasses and knives and stab and slash at this guy, getting a 30 ver- oh, 33 versus AC against this dude. 33 versus AC will hit. Don't forget to add plus three for uh, Heptos' day- uh, Paragon Path, which triggers this round. Yes, that, that, was, that, that was with the three. Um, Excellent. Then, three yes, it definitely hits uh, Goreclev. Um, was this... Do we get any bonus of damage? Nope. That is 16 radiant damage. Uh, he stumbled on the wrong ship. Yes. Uh, it's radiant... Throw a torch at him. <laughs> they threw a torch in there! <laughs> <laughs> he's cuts him like this, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's just a torch. Just like, and he's like, oh! There's tar and pitch work their way into the cracks of Gorkleb's, uh, whatever, uh, kind of uh, twisting armor as the fire begins to burn from within and it's all he can do to kind of like stifle it and get it off his skin as he has to lose a couple of his magic chains. I I have built this like this. There's no one back here which means this is just all halflings. Yeah, exactly. It's just a pile of some mob. I don't care. Mob of you want to find more small minis to fill it in. No, turn over. Turn over. Turn over. Alright. Rocco. What does the yeah, radiant light here do? By the way. Uh, I forgot to say. Well lit. Huh? Is that it? Really? The captain is blinded until the... Uh, is it if he hits, or is it just straight up? It was when I, oh, I, I crit on him. Oh, okay. When I crit it's as part of my paragon, glove. I am blinded and he's blinded until the start of my next turn. Gotcha. Uh, it's a good thing your next attack missed, because it may have missed I know, anyway. wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe we, we can get back some damage. We right. don't have to play that. How okay. Do we do that? All right. Well, that, that's good. Yeah. Remind me if you if you but if you forget your bonuses. It's but been also, long enough. it's not oh, that I and I also damage. forgot to. It's not that I take a minus three. It's that enemies attacking me until my next turn get a plus three to attack me. Oh, it's only to you. Yeah. We're gonna play this round as if everyone has a plus three because my guys definitely did. So uh, you guys get the plus three, but that's good to clarify. Okay. Thank you. So. Oh, so it was everyone on the board, not enemies or allies. Everyone gets a plus three to attack. Is that how it works? I thought it was that. It's it's everyone gets a plus three. You guys get a plus three to attacks. The enemies get a plus three to attacks against me. Oh. But uh, say that again. (laughs) So you guys shouldn't change at all. You'll get plus three. I guess from now from now on, I'll know not to give my guys the plus three, unless it's against him. Yeah. Oh, delightful. Um, Rocco stands up, brushing himself off. Well, he doesn't really have any free hands. Kind of shaking a little bit as he uh, looks at the halflings before him and 
uh, sends a vicious slash with his cleaver at the one in front of him. It's dwarves, right? And definitely guts it. Uh, the blade continuing on, gutting the other one as well. With nice. the cleaving strike. So both of them are toast. Boom. Ugh. And then he then... Look down. The halflings have patched up your wound. <laughs> wow! Wow, that was fast. Super tailoring. Uh, hmm. no, that's, I guess you said I can't really move anything else. So yeah, that's it. Very cool. good. Hey, you there ready? aren't any other minions on the board, so we're doing good. We're All right. Speaking of, uh, nature check. Yes. Boom. This guy. This guy. What is he? He is. What is he? An elite. Oh. Ugh. That's a seventeen. I don't know if that. Yeah, seventeen is fine. Okay. He is an elite, and his weakest, uh, his strongest uh, defenses are AC and reflex at 30, his fortitude is 27, and his will is 21. He has some massive resistance and an aura, which you guys all know about, and he can, uh, he has one action point remaining. What? Woo! He's he's an elite, and he hasn't used an action point yet. Oh, the other guy had used his action point. Yes. And did not hit anyone of them. Not the action point. And the ongoing five, so I take three, and he rolls a save, which he does. Cool. Now, snapping their fingers, calling once again to the dwarven hook fighters above. Uh, Where are we going to do? How many halflings have we had called down? Is this the fourth wave? This is the fourth wave. So that would be... One here. This is 16. This is 16. How many do we have left after three that? Three after these. Only three. Hmm. Mm. We'll see. Let's see here. Gonna have... Three. One come in here. <laughs> We're gonna have... Let's see. Yeah, one gonna come in here. One's gonna come. By fortress of solitude. Athletes. One's gonna come in. It's just a crazy dance club. Mm. (laughs) 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 I'll have him be right there. Sweet. (laughs) Alright. Let's move you guys around. So, first, we're gonna have. Yeah, this guy over here is going to put an attack on Mr. Uh, Mr. Left Def. Boom! <laughs> Left Def is going to be 26 versus AC. Not hit. And then it's going to be 36 versus Will. That hits. As he throws you outside of your wall and next to our... Uh, Buddies. Ooh, that's not good. Yes. And... Just as I am pushed, pushed out of the way, five more half-leaves take my place. You may kill me, but you'll never kill all of us. <clears throat> the wall of halflings will live on until the end of the encounter. Alright, then over here, versus Asher and Latano, versus Will. Uh, is that an attack? Uh, this, we're doing these, this guy right here. I'll do oh, this guy. My mistake. I'll eventually get to that guy. I'll work my way up. So okay. this guy versus Will, 25. Nope. The next guy up here. That's going to be 39. Yep. And I'm going to bring him up in here. 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 Up in here.
And all up ons. All up ons indeed. They go, and then, they go with it. And then this guy will let's see, go to move. He'll leave you where he is. He's going to attack you. Yay. He's gonna attack you. Who's you? Rocco. Critical. So you're gonna take eighteen damage. Can you not take can you anti critical that? I don't have any anti critical uh, thingies. What feat is that? Huh? It is called Superior Something, something. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's. Okay. I'll find it for you and show you later. Uh, 18? 18 damage. On damage and a half. Stone Stone damage. As he slashes okay, in, wrapping you up, and then uh, puncturing you once with a, with a punching hook jab <laughs> that damages you, takes you, and then steps to safety. Alright. Um, he shifted out of the way. I mean, he's still. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's true. He shifts. So. He shifts. Yeah, if he shifts, he shifts. Definitely so. Give him. Clean! Crunch! He's out of here. Right here. This guy gets a combat advantage. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. We're flanking. Yeah. There's marrow everywhere! Appendage suffering. It's going to be... That horrible... 39 versus AC. Against... 39 versus AC will hit. 12 damage. Boom! And then over here, there's the last guy to use his will thing. He's gonna try to slide, uh, Ren. Which guy? Finished? He's gonna guy? slide this Ren over no, here. Which guy ended his turn? Sorry. Uh, they're not. They're not done with their turn yet. I'm going through them. Hold on. Well, this oh. guy. If that guy ended his turn, which is there you go. Okay. I started my turn in this guy's aura. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. So I'm eight less as well then. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so these guys are here. So he's gonna get they're one more push out. against yeah. this guy right here versus Will. Is 30, 38 versus Will gonna hit? Yeah. Okay, so he'll move you up here and let the other guy uh, let him attack. It's gonna be up oh, a 11 plus 22. 33 versus AC. Uh, that'll hit. So 12 damage. So and then. Just take that one away. Okay. Poof. Gotcha. And then this guy, I don't think you can attack him safely. Because you're, you're, I mean, all, all of your auras have like little spark slippery things, don't they? Yeah, but. Yeah, right? See, that's tricky though, because I can take, I can control one of them per round, the other oh. the rest of the time, they just kind of stand there. So. You make the call. So, yeah, which one has <laughs> the I'm going to say that. <coughs> pick which that, one you're going to be in. Yeah, I've got this so or do you have to? I, I think you have to call it, and then you can switch after they get it. Whatever you, whatever you want. Well, I mean, I, I, do do whatever. Yeah, whatever you think would be good for a rule. I don't. It's just one. Uh, probably when you create the thing, I, you say I, which see, one I, you're in. They were just talking to me about that on the chat, and I'm not sure about it. So why don't we just say for this combat, the one that I'm currently in. So let's okay. say for right now, when I when I poof went away, I'm the one in the back corner. Okay. So. From the end of my turn until my next turn, that's the one I'm in. If you come Spark up to slippers. that one, Spark Slippers will bust you. Gotcha. Sounds I'll fire. have to look that one up for future. So this one is just going to take a step over and, and take a swing at this guy. Rolls a straight one. He's not doing nice. so hot. Whirling chains continue to dart and weave across the battlefield as dwarven uh, offenders drop down from the riggings. But you can't help but notice above you the numbers are slim. slim. And the halflings that remain combating up there... I continue to hard press them. War of their own. The ones that remain are eager to be called down to the deck where surely it must be safer. 
Though in reality, the bodies of the brothers pile up in bloody uh, in bloody heaps. What's what's he gonna call me down? I don't wanna be up here. That was the end of uh, the end of the dwarf's turn. So we have mm, Heptos. Doing, of, doing the dirty. Mr. Toast, you. Child's play. Uh, Toast. I know, I'm looking at something. Schmeptos. Okay. Um, so we're in round eight, yes? Eight. Round. Correct. We have this yeah. round and one more. Uh, Heptos is going to blast the captain once again. Blast him! Blast it! With the halo... It's going to be a 39 versus reflex. You know that's going to hit. D-lane. 26. Lighting damage. And he is going to... Balance. Faces. Um... In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. So, he's going to target the... Captain once again. Mm -hmm. And the captain is looking very, uh, very punished as shocking lightning has coursed through his armor time and time again. Jeez. And, uh, now you see, um, as he continues to look, and the captain is kind of, you know, whirling, or, you know, kind of thrashing around from the pain of the halo. Um, it's almost like meteors are shooting through the air and hitting uh, the ground all around uh, the captain. So Those are called is, solar rays. So, that is going to be... Thirty-two versus reflex. That'll get him. And that will do... Thirty-eight. And that's also... Okay, so then... Um... And I can push him one, but, uh, yeah. So I'm actually going to, uh, Well, that's enough damage to knock him unconscious. With a bur- with a yell, he goes, Ah, my ship! And I'm only going to insist that he is unconscious because I want you guys to make as a, a group decision at the end whether or not okay. you're going to kill them. Okay. Um... He, so you guys, you can still be the one to kill him at the end I, if you decide that, but let's have him well, until the I'm is done. I'm going to say that um, when I when it hit him, it blew him backwards. It's still, oh! it's still pushing him. Can I still yeah, push absolutely. him? Absolutely. Put him where you want. Okay, so you he's going to go into that empty square between him and the red-headed guy. I forget his name. Uh, he, he was here. Yeah. Ash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gorbo. He was, he was yeah, here so in the first place. Boom. Into that. Is that an empty square? Like this thing? Right there. No, wait, what is that right there? It's nothing right here. Yeah, so he's right there. He's just... But he's unconscious lying right there. He's, um... Boom. He's rough terrain. So, now, because he's adjacent, I get to... I'm... As a secondary attack, I target Gorklev. Target away. And that's going to be... That's why it mattered. Yeah. 33 versus reflex. That'll get him. And that will deal... No. Oh, Captain 36 Mike damage against Gurklev, and he is dazed until the end of my next turn. All nice. Um, and... Yo, he's dazed. We're gonna call Does that, that good. Aura Amazing. Ashton Latano. 
Are these guys really big halflings or really small humans? They're they dwarves. have no idea. They don't really care. You take ten damage for being in the aura of Gorklev. Marked. I already ruined it because I'm awesome. You definitely are. Um, and they're just going to keep. They're still trying to kill like the same the same dwarf halfling human, whatever it is that they're attacking. Dwarf um, he's going to shift. Huge dwarf. Boop. Uh, I think I was trying to attack that guy. Get him. Uh, that'll probably hit. Uh, 35 versus AC. Nice. 35 AC for sure knocks him out. Okay, and then because that hit, I get to hit him again, but he's not really... You bludgeon the corpse. Well, what, what happens basically Describe is this Litano hits him meteoric with one attack, down. which is kind of like a, a watery, you know... Nice. Torrent that kind of rips at him, but then when a sheer, you know, follows up, the steam that's caused by his fire actually burns some of the flesh off of this Ugh. dwarf halfling human, uh, and they just are just scalded to death. Red basically. hot searing chains and it's just, unfortunate. Just ghastly steam burns. The dwarf falls writhing to the floor, surely, and... surely incapacitated if not killed outright. And then he's going to continue shifting because he hit, because of his aspect, onto, over here. Sweet. There. Now they're together again. Nice. Always gotta be together. Last last is uh, the captain who weakly declares, for the company! Which company are they? And he calls up to his final minions. Anyone know? Who entered the this battlefield? Company Yargo, is this company Thunderhammer or company? I think it's Tundag. 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 Company Tundag. And his final three minions. Let's see. Yes. Enter the battlefield. Okay. That should be the last three. We have four, four, four. Yeah. There's three more. I've gone yeah, so they're on the board now. They'll go on their turn, but Tundeg summons them down, and the end of round uh, round four. In what state is the laser cannon or the lens cannon? Is it's it the end of round four. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Shuddering with the energy. halfling yells out, uh, "Guys, we might want to use this soon if we're gonna do it because this thing's about ready to blow." <laughs> <laughs> and Heptos Heptos looks at him and says Make it so or child's play. Uh looks at him and says Maintain that cannon, little one. Don't let it get away from us. Nice. <laughs> Gorklev's eyes are wide as he sees the radiant energy kind of like build and pour out over the battlefield. They fight a fight for a fight for honor and revenge has turned into a fight for their lives. As Gorklev, in a dazed state of mind, with hot burning tar flowing through his chains, which have been several cut from their body, leaping into the deep wounds inflicted on him by by uh, Rocco the chef, he slashes out in a in a blind rage and. It's his action point. I don't think he's slowed right now. He's not slowed. He's not even moving. 
I don't think he needs to. He's yeah. just gonna. He's happy where he take is. Take a spot. Yeah, take a hit at everyone. Well, so, he's dazed. He's dazed. So he only gets one standard action. So oh, who dazed him? Uh, Dez. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, you dazed him. So he's going to hit first. He lets go all of his chains, leaping into the air and swirling as four chains from his legs and arms flash out. First, he's going to attack two at... Boom. So this is versus fortitude. Rage spiral. One is... 30 versus fortitude. That just barely is. One's 32 versus fortitude. Oh, damn. Um, damn, damn. So there's, it's going to be... Seven. Yeah. Seven and six. Thirteen plus fourteen is twenty-seven. You're knocked prone, and you're and you're given ten ongoing damage as the massive bleed effects. What's Yeah, as the massive bleed effects take over, then he turns to. Actually, he he'll, then he will use his action point. Oh, sending a spiked chain your way. Is it ranged? It's it's reach. Oh, it's reach. reach so I might get a bonus for being prone. In uh, fact, yeah. you receive a minus. You receive a minus for being prone. That's not good. So that's going to be thirty-eight versus AC. That hits. As you take three, ten damage more from the spike chain. Ten more damage. And five ongoing bleed damage. So you stick with the ten. Rocco also takes an attack. It's going to be a nice natural three. Nice natural three. He uses his immediate reaction. Amazing. Um, And he misses me while I'm wheeling my massive cleaver. Huge. And I get plus two defenses uh, until the end of its next turn. Defenses are notably increased, but he's not done as he is able to make one free action attack to try to bind up the cleric and restrain it where he stands. It's going to be a versus reflex 33. That hits my reflex. Rough. Restraint. Save ends. I will ask about restraint on my turn, but, um... Oh, this is the chain guy. This is the chain guy. He goes right before me. Yes. Isn't he? Damn. So, he, oh, right. as he... As he knocks you, like, whips once, twice, slashing you a third time... Cracks you, uh, grabs you around the around the shoulder, whipping it once. He loops the ankle and then throws it around your your waist, literally kind of in a matter of seconds, pinning you to to the deck. And this is spread out across several halflings. <laughs> <laughs> several halflings. halflings, like like not that whole thing, but like it's like this guy gets stuck this way over here. Yeah, they're uh, um several halflings like bleeding and pinned on the deck. All chains coming back to various kind of really unexpected tangle of uh, it's tangled. It's a huge tangle. It's a web. It's a web. It's a web of um, destruction. Is that, a, is that end of his turn? That's the end did of his do turn. Any other? I thought he was oh, like started out with two on me and then was going on. He hit. He hit you with two. There are two double attacks. Oh, he oh. So you got three and he got one. Um. Hey Dan, really quick. Your sister's yeah. not in Japan yet, is she? No, no not yet. that's that's April. Um, 8.8 or just hit Japan. Holy cow. Oh, they have earthquake girls. Oh, I was like, holy fuck. 8.8 is... That's like... That's the high end of the scale. Bigger than 7.8 now, and now they're saying it was more like 8.8. Is there
There was a couple 6.0s like a couple days ago, but I guess they were warning hits. Anyway, I was just checking to wow. see if Steph no, was there. Yeah, that's I was like, whoo. wow. Anyway, back to our D&D game. Okay. Go to Ohio. Go to Ohio. Insanity. Go to Ohio. Left, left death. What are you gonna do? Your entire half the crew lies bleeding and pinned on the deck of the Thunderstrike. In this, the last round of combat. What does restrained mean for me? What does it mean for me? I mean, you can't move. So I just can't move, right? Yeah, we mean, yeah, you can stand up, but you can't move. You just can't get out of that square. Okay, okay. That's all that means. Um, well, it's like being grabbed, basically. Half the halflings got knocked down and tied up. The other half. Are now going over those guys, taking off the chains, and getting them up and brushing them off. There's just too many halflings. That's how halflings heal themselves. There's just more halflings. Half like a hole. He's like, he's like, I took out all those guys. It's just as many drop down. It's like a one to one ratio. Halflings always work with the buddy system. And there's always one buddy. <laughs> Tundeg, Tundeg, thought. like buddy. Name a buddy. Tundeg has always had strength of numbers in every single assault with his kind of. With his with his special and very little known kind of glider assault team, usually they have just raped and pillaged with massive numbers and a lightning assault. Not today. Not today. The halflings drop down. Help the other half of the halflings. They get up. They're healed. That's a minor action. Nice. He then. So that means you're standing now. So, so yeah, minor is heal. Oh. Move is stand up. His actual action. I have a thing, it's a burst one, but I do not have any uh, ranged stuff. So. You just focus on being awesome. One of them, out of, out of the crowd, someone hears a boink as a crossbow bolt flies out of the horde of halflings <laughs> at this guy. Actually, at this buddy here, hiding inside my fort. 29 versus AC. Doink! <laughs> Not, Not enough. enough! That's okay. It was a crossbow bolt, and we are level 16. So. Yep. Um. It just adds to the chaos. There's a little thing, it just flies out, it grazes him, and he's like, What? Where? Who, who brought a crossbow? And, uh, turnover. Oh, and yeah, I took some damage for ongoing. I'll do some saves. Do you, do you want some? Uh, deals? I did not save against the ongoing. Is the restraining save, Benz? No, you have to escape a restraining, I think. Uh, restrain is save ends, yeah. Oh, it is. Um, so I did not beat the ongoing. Uh, I did not beat the restraint. So those happens are still just having trouble. So you took from the aura damage and the ongoing uh, damage. Yes, that would not have knocked me out. Uh, let's see, that would have brought me. L- uh, it's like I would have hit aura. Aura is the beginning of your turn. Oh, that's mean. Scratch that. No! Because of the aura damage of 10 and the ongoing of 10, the halflings all at once. Wait, <laughs> Are you down? No, yes, I, I was down to 14. I can give you a healing surge. I am I am unconscious, so you will give me a healing surge, but I am unconscious at this point. Okay. Um The, uh, yes, it's, there's basically, the, the rest of these halflings are the background Jackie Chan fighters. Yeah. They're all, like, going like this, and there's a, still a wall there. And but, Left Def, in slow-mo. But, um, Left Def and his, like, gang, um, all, uh, hit the ground. Dude, he has a gang, that's so sweet. 
Alright. That is... Down, down goes the halflings. I mean, quite honestly, the most reliable and impactful force during today's action as a whole. Lost a lot of halflings that quite I mean, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. everywhere. They were everywhere. Now they're everywhere. They're, they're like sand. Moving. They're just not moving. <laughs> now they're not moving. Well, hey. Halflings come represents a lot Rocco. of halflings. In your car. Rocco. That's how you going to act. Rocco. Man down. Revenge. Uh, looks at all those around him, gives him a withering gaze. And says, "You aren't elf. You aren't even fit for stew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unfit for stew. Uh, Twenty days in the as crock he pot. Lets us stop in that fearsome hide. threat. Each target within a burst three of me. Oh wow, that should be a couple. Uh, grants combat advantage until it hits or misses me until the end of my next turn. Damn. So they gotta hit me, or they grant combat advantage until the end of my next turn." They have to hit you or um, miss you? It was a minor. Yeah, basically you have to make an attack on me. Okay. Until it either hits or misses me. They take a minus. Until the end of my next turn. Um, and with that, he looks at Gorklev. Gorklev? Gorklev. Gorklev. And he uh, gathers himself as he moves forward with his bolstering stride. Uh, and he gets some temporary hit points. Gorklev is dazed, granting combat advantage. Does he get combat advantage? He's combat advantage combat? anyway. One... That's true. Eight, nine, plus four is thirteen. Gets thirteen temporary hit points. Yeah, it does. Woohoo! And, uh, blows his action point as he lets loose two vicious attacks. Yeah. I mean, spend if you got him. Last round of combat, guys. Uh, ten and a fifteen. That sounds pretty good to me. I think those will both work him over. So, he ten. He, is he bloody? He's, he's, he's the elite guy, so you gotta go double, double hit points on him. Okay. So now? So now? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so check it. Uh, so the first one is a with combat advantage. That's twelve plus twenty-three is thirty-five AC. Thirty-five will definitely hit. Thirty-five will definitely hit. Excellent. Um, do this one first because the second I get a little something extra if he's bloodied. So I'm gonna do the first one down first. The first one will bloody him. First one bloody one. Excellent. So, that one does uh, 22 damage. The first one does. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so he is bloodied. Excellent. And then the second one was higher, so it will also hit. And it will do... Oh, well, let's grab here. Uh, 16 plus 2, so it does 18 damage. Gorklev taking mighty slashes as he, he sits kind of like tethered to about 12 halflings thinking he was turning the tide but then realized he's caught in a web and he's granting so much combat advantage and Rocco just comes in with like powerful kind of like closing swipes just flaying his hide and I got resist 10 to the end of my next turn Rocco just standing tall and I mean what's your hit points at Rocco? Uh, 60 with 13 temporaries and I have resist 10 at the moment You're, you're looking you're looking pretty good there what about so? Uh, is that it for you, or <laughs> that was move minor standard? Excellent, dwarf hook fighters and standard. <laughs> the, the, these, are, these are the final attacks Everything. on the final round. Love it. And the hook fighters know it. Wait, where did the? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, all right, okay. Um, so these guys grant combat advantage, but they don't have minus to their attacks. They just have. They just grant combat advantage. I mean, at this point, fearing, fearing Rocco, and. <laughs> 
the, uh, the, the much death that he has dealt this day among their brethren, they turn towards the possibly squishier Asher and Latano. Possibly. If anyone could ever hit them. That's I know. Get to here. Yeah, they're, they're not forgotten about. Just boop. Where we, we gotta go. Actually, we'll do it this. We'll do it this way. Are you still over there, Lincoln? Oh, wait, you haven't changed, right? I'm still right there. Okay, so we're Did gonna... Did they know that? <laughs> we're gonna go... We're gonna do an attack on these guys to see if we can even expose Heptos. Not likely. One's a 19 natural. Okay. So what, that should get one of them. The other one is going to be 34 versus AC. That'll both it. Alright, so... Get rid of these guys... Those. And so Heptos. So that's the only one left, so put Heptos over in the corner for me. I thought that last one is one when there's only one left, or does the last one pop and then you get. Oh, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That was all of them. Yeah, there's four total, yeah, right? I got one. A while ago. They're all dead. They're all I got popped. Cool. The bubble burst. All right. Wait, Heptos that's not. I just. Did I just replace. I, I just a dice right there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's. You're right. Okay. So that one's still there. Cool, yeah, I didn't know how it works. For sure. Yeah, I was. Well, in that case... I'm too busy reading about Japan, so... Let's see what we got here. So, <laughs> those two are that. We'll see. It's not going anywhere. So here's uh, against Will versus Asher and Lathano. Alright. That'll be pretty good. 36 versus Will. Yeah, that hits. So he slides him here in the middle of okay. the halflings. So be it. One. And then I'm going to... Doing, uh, versus this is uh, against Heptos. It's going to be nope, 24 versus Will. Now, that is a 19, so they should hit with a 39 versus Will. No. Yeah. Minus eight. No, so, that one's gone. Yeah, let's see. Oh wait, no, it just slides. Yeah, I'm just gonna slide him there. Then. So that's the one that I'm currently occupying. Yeah. With that, let's see. Alright, so I'm gonna have. Oh, God. Dude, it's just amount of damage. That's it. <laughs> and. Doom time. Well, we'll, we'll see what that, happens. That guy explodes. Because of my slippers. You're right, he did. He moved. Kablam! Boom! <laughs> Good call. Um, three attacks coming against Asher and Latano. Wait, who, who moved? Uh, one guy moved and died. Was it the end of his turn? It wasn't the end of his turn. Well, was it anyone? Oh, never mind. They're, they're in the middle of one. I hear what you're saying. Please forget it. <laughs> it's really not a move. All right, so here's three attacks. Two of combat damage. One is 38. One is 30. Any Anything above 30 or above 33 hits. Okay, one is 35, and the other one is very low. So you so two hits. these two guys two hit. cool. deal 12 Double damage team. apiece. Not bad. As they flay into Asher, the other one attacking Latano, oh. as elemental energy flows away from their bodies <laughs> as their life force drains. But that is all they have. That's all they have. They're about to eat. And the dwarves end their turn. Cool. They've, they've given all they can. And now it is in uh, the hands of Hepto. Hepto's in Asher and Latano to end this combat. So <laughs> we've got basically three dudes, yeah. Three dudes there. Uh, I believe these two, two grant there. combat advantage, and this one's also granting combat advantage. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna get over to that guy. That one was yeah. too far away. You take care of the halflings. I can take a hit if you need to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm I would say don't unless 
There's a glory hit there. Don't go for this guy. He's not even bloodied yet. So, I mean... Well, if you were going to... I don't know. Latana and Asher are going to go for the glory. I actually, yeah, I, okay, I, so. I take that back right away because <laughs> it would be an awesome way to end the combat. Last round of combat. You, okay, so... Oh. Heptos... Right there. Move me back... Or shift me back one. You can throw uh, You can throw the mini on there. We don't have to... I'm not going to hand more, make any more hits against you. Sweet. Can no, you move when you're in those things? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Here or here? Right there. Uh, and we're going to do the blast, so it's going to drop two... Yeah, it's going to hit... I'm not going to say where it's focused, but it's going to hit all four of those guys and not anyone else. So... This is going to be starting... Sure, Latal will look over at Heptos. Where are uh, this we'll guy? Do, we'll do the Genasi brothers last. First one is going to be a 30 versus... Combat reflex. That's what's um, combat advantage, right? With combat advantage. So is that plus two? 32. Uh, so 32. That... Hold on, let me see. Hold on, sorry. 30... Do we'll get him. Okay. Boom. Next one. 39. Definitely get him. Boom. Next one. 30. Definitely get him. Just on the on the money. <laughs> and Damn. next one, so that's twenty five but you take a minus five, so twenty to reflex. Nope. Nice. Misses her. About time. Shazam. That's what we're supposed to get, man. And that's some clever blasting. Like, usually it's like and it's only we're just gonna call it turn done. Nice job. Beautiful. Excellent. Actually Tono. Wrap it up. First thing they do Finish is... Finish the fight. Is they yell at the halflings and they're like, Get up! You're... <laughs> Why are you sleeping? <laughs> Why are you sleeping? Well, they well they can grant a healing surge. Um, uh, alright. So they're not necessarily down. Boom. Do you do, you, uh, you do a, that? Do like a heal check or like a power? It's a daily power. It's a minor action. Uh, you can spend a healing surge. You can do it through range? That's cool. Yep. Close first five. Nice. Back up. No halflings are down when Ashir and Lutano are around. I bet. Want to end the combat? Well, they promised. The they're like, or we'll tell I'm, you. We'll tell you how we did that magic trick if you get up. What? Okay. What? All right. And then using his daily move to shift. Beep beep boop, 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 over here. Oh my God. Gorklev makes. He doesn't have a uh, what? Strung up with his by the, with his own yeah. chains. He pro- they probably is he dazed right now still. He's dazed. Combat advantage. Cool. And then they just attack him. Uh, pretty good with a na- with a nineteen. Oh, absolutely. Don't oh, get in here. Throw some uh, damage. Yeah, mm. sure. And a six plus fourteen is cool twenty damage. A cool twenty indeed. It's kind of a combo where one of them just. So, because they don't use weapons, they're just using the elements. Nice! <laughs> so one of them just clocks him, and then the other one just gives him a the uppercut, so it's like fire, and then water, and it's stinging and burning, and there's and there's steam involved, and it would almost be a nice facial if it weren't, you know. What are they? they what's they, their strikery thing for more damage? Huh? Actually, I can attack him again. Hey, oh, do it again. Why not? Why yes. the hell not? Because if I hit with a melee base... The basic, steam! The steam is And fusing. that's probably not going to hit. That's a 28. Uh, with combat, combat advantage? Oh, 29, 30? Versus what? AC. <laughs> one, one short. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, wait. Maybe not. Nope, that's right on... 30 is right on the money. Oh, sweet. So... Oh, yeah, it hits it then. And a sheer... One more. Kick him in the groin. 
Bam! Fire! This is a, tied up. A fiery, <laughs> a fiery kick to the groin as as well. So rude. Uh, with a. With the steam, with the steam combination, the, the steam attack, the chains that are that have kind of that have Gorklev strung up in a, in his own web fused together, kind of locking his chain prison in place. <laughs> and Latano, <laughs> with no regard and in uh, utter sultry fashion, unleashes a mighty fiery kick to the groin. And you hear Gorgo go, oh, 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 and then go limp as battle ends. Captain Kaz Dunlin. Can I have my, my dive? Thank you. Used to be with its friends. Captain Kaz Dunlin leaves the bridge with a mighty yar and says, Now we've got him on the run! The defenses are ready! What's to be done? Alright. Um, you, 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 stand, you stand victorious on the deck of Thunderstrike with the lives of Captain Tundeg, his first mate Gorkleg, Gorklev, and a score of his finest and bravest warriors lying at your feet in your mercy. Tundeg reaches up and he says, says you, you, you've beaten us. I wouldn't have thought, but I suppose you took out the Yargo. Says, he says, destroy me if you will, but don't send me uh, to the to the Shadowfell before you tell me one last t- or one time how you wrested the ship from her. That would require. I think Kaz would best for telling time. that story. Yeah. Kaz would. And then you guys are all Kaz done for a round of description. Oh, I'll pass. Yar, she fired on us first. She are. She harpooned us in the mists. I like you know this. how our men climbed the chains, is. broke the chain free, did damage to our hull, and then fled back to our ship. You guys have to take this because I actually had pneumonia for this one and I wasn't here. So you guys, <laughs> you, that's right. I mean, you missed fights. all the Yargo things. I that's wasn't right. here for any of the Yargo things. Or Sam, Addy was born on the other one. Are True. enraged by her loss of her precious platinum harpoon. <laughs> maybe it was myth. Or maybe it was a harpoon. <laughs> it's right over there. <laughs> she followed me down and captured me when I was not aware. But these brave souls. <coughs> okay, I can do that. My throat's going to out. <laughs> That's alright. Arr! <coughs> Yar! You have to pirate in me. You're ill. <laughs> A swig from the grog! <laughs> Arr! She thought to capture me and steal me ship for her own. But she was bested as my own crew came back and stole her ship from her and took her life as well. And now the Argo is the Thunderstrike! Amazing. Yeah. It'd be ours by right of booty. Tundag <laughs> uh, is overwhelmed by the by the recounting of the recounting of this tale. The the stature of Captain Kaz Dunlin, who of course he knew of before. I mean, it's not like it's not like Kaz has not a reputation of his own among the seafaring crews, and he knew it was Captain Kaz Dunlin who was piloting the Thunderstrike when he was commissioned by the five companies to go and avenge. The, the the attack upon them. Tundeg, uh, Tundeg, uh, clearly, you know, impressed and submitted, says, Well, have it your way and do as you will. 
sent me ship to the to, to Davy Jones and and put me head on the on the yard arm. But but uh, but before, let me extend you this offer. He says, the five companies be an alliance of sorts, but alliance for the profiteering of us all. He says, and perhaps that be a, an a organization you'd like to be involved in yourselves. You've no doubt proven that you have the metal and the stones to conquer not one, but two of the five company ships. He says, if you'd, if you'd be willing to, to meet with us, perhaps, perhaps you'd like to join. Join up and see what adventures lie as one of the five companies yourself. I'll change the name of my own ship and be Thunderstrike, the thunderous bird that flies the skies of Faerun. What so, Kaz do? Here, no, so here's here's the here's the option. You guys can kill these, kill every last one of these pirates. String up Gorklev and put Captain Tundeg's head on the yard arm. Which I don't even know is a real thing. I meant that word. <laughs> um, There's the boom. If you do that, all of the booty of of uh, of whatever war of of, of uh, Thunderhammer will be yours, which is going to be a, a bunch of gold and whatever items Greg chooses to bestow on you. In addition, you will now have the gliders of Captain uh, Tundeg for any sort of like. Escape or assault that you guys want to want to wage from thunder from thunderstrike in the future. That's just going to be, you know, an attribute of the ship. In addition, the frigate that uh, that uh, Tundeg showed up on is an astral skiff, which is a, a ship that uh, a, a small ship that can be unsummoned to a cube about this side, it can, uh, size, and can be taken with you wherever you will. How many people can ride it? A number. It's like it's like a medium-sized ship. It's not like this, but. Whatever, the entire party. Skiff. It's a skiff. A flying skiff that can be okay. put in the pocket. Um, pretty useful. If you kill and and you're choosing the, the reputation of Thunderstrike to be one of conquest and and, and you know and and death, uh, as your reputation you know begins to spread across the land as the ship that defies and, and conquers the five companies. You may come in come into conflict with, with future five companies, you may take them over and take over their contracts one day. Or, I've already decided. It's fine. Or, you can uh, you you can spare their life and send them back. In which case, you guys will be given an invitation to hold on a sec to uh, Yalazna, which is the wandering Earth mode where the five companies originally made their base. You will be uh, invited to their table where. An alliance will be formed for the five companies. Company Dunlin, though acting independently, are in an actual alliance with one another and protect each other and accompany each other when when the need arises. You will be open to. I mean, the the reputation of the five companies is well established across Faerun, and you will oh, a little less time. A little bit. Cool. Um, and you guys will be offered five company contracts as ways of obtaining future wealth and, and booty and. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll have again items and whatever, and gifts from Captain Tundag as Greg sees to, to bestow, and uh, but in, in, and I in, want his hat and his hat. So, so one of the and of course your reputation will be uh, will be solidified as whatever a more benevolent company that is that awesome. is here not whatever out of revenge, but uh, for you know a reputation of kind of. Construction and kind of like free trade and and such. 
What's the reputation of the five companies? I don't quite recall. Are they just mostly raiding pirates? They they vary in their behavior, one. but they are. I mean, they're they, all profiteers. They are, yeah, the profiteers. So they they are. How they go they're about res- doing it though. They're definitely they're definitely mercenaries. They're they're well respected and kind of well established in terms of like. They, they know that five companies can get the job done, so they're given a lot of kind of very wealthy opportunities. Um, but they're often hired also as kind of like whatever mercenaries and kind of hired guns to kind of get involved in battles and whatever. Like uh, bounty hunting is probably is also be included in their activity. So, um, so yeah. What do you guys want? How do you guys want to associate yourself? So, Eric could have said that a raft was on that ship and by shooting it down we would kill him and save the universe and I'd still say let him go and join the five companies I think Kaz Dunlin is a bit of a pirate himself I mean let's be honest from the things we've heard he was a pirate he he was a pirate I think joining the five companies is totally up I think he would enjoy that yeah it's nothing personal Definitely on board with that. Yeah. Every half one on board. Ashir and mm-hmm. Latano are adventurous fellows. They have no malice towards these crazy pirates. I mean, there's certainly a lot to be gained by taking down the ship and just looting it, but uh, it's a beautiful ship. It just seems wrong. Like if the if the only benefit was a you get to join the five companies and then you get to say that you're part of five companies, I'd That's still enough. say go with it. That's it's the most badass exclusive club and I get in the hat. universe. Kaz Dunlin strides forward, oh, seizing up Tundag and giving him a mighty sock across the face. Telling him, Will you better change its name on the double? <laughs> and he and he and he turns, calling to the uh, to the, the gnome board, he says, Give them a shot across their bow so they know what's coming if they ever change their minds. Uh, and that, as the that the halfling flips the uh, flips the uh, the lens around, takes in with his crosshairs. Sounds like the hammer and dogs. lets go, lets a beam go that promptly obliterates uh, the ship. Oops. It actually hits one of their masts, just just enough. burning the thing right into as it, as one of their masts <laughs> falls off the ship into the ground. As the other one now burns like the head of a match as. <laughs> As the uh, crew members struggle to put it out, it is a message more than likely well received on the other ship. And not soon to be forgotten, Tundeg springs up, kind of like whatever, kind of tries to spring up in a burst of adrenaline, but then comes and he goes, Err, my ship! He says, Err, be it well deserved. <laughs> he says, But but come, <clears throat> let, us, let us parlay and uh, discuss Hi. the details for. Sorry? Pat. <laughs> well, discuss the details. For the rendezvous in Halrua for your, uh, uh, will not be for some months, he says. And, and, uh, mark my words, if you miss the date, there'll not be a second opportunity. He says, uh, he says, uh, he says, go and prepare a, 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 a ship's log that we might, uh, we might be ready to reinstate every last one of you into the companies for good. And with that, Captain Tundeg, Gorklev the self-chained, and <laughs> however many halflings end up end up surviving, I mean, <laughs> of the 90 that came out, <laughs> uh, 19 made it to the ship. Okay, of the 19... That made it to the ship? Oh, 100, of the 120 
19 <laughs> minutes of the ship, almost 20. How many walk away on the actual skiff? I think this one's still standing. That one there? Two? Two. No, you, how, you guys can decide how however, however many died. How many died of the 19? How uh, many did you kill? Most of them. Well, I think 17. So 17 fell. Did 17 die? 17 died. 17 died. I'm okay Failed. Alright, uh, right, so be it. So Don't mess with us. <laughs> the, the four return on the astral skiff to their badly badly damaged and poorly piloted uh, thunder hammer. And you see that some some distant shape has already slipped over the railing and sits scrubbing at the end <laughs> to uh, to el- eliminate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. First at the thunder hammer. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, as he begins to follow with the captain's promise and uh, and remove remove the the, the similar name. And you guys, uh, you guys continue continue on the ship, you know, relatively undamaged to make your repairs, and uh, let Heptos get back to his important work, nice. bringing back the five from whence they may can, have been banned. Let's hope he's successful. Can I get like a yar on three? One, two, three. Yar! <laughs> Amazing. That was an.